0: This is Seven Sports. Good afternoon and welcome to Seven Sports. Saturday live. Live from Saw Mills for Long Levens versus Bishop's Cleeve in the Hellenic Premier. It's very, very blustery in uh, Barnwood at the moment. Barnwood United against Stonehouse Town Reserves on the pitch over the fence at the Wolves Club. It looks to be half-time there in the 2 o'clock kick-off in the Northern Senior League. But the big one here... It's Saw meals, it's all about fourth in the table, Long levens against top of the table, Bishop's Cleave. My name's Ryan Butler and I'm joined as ever by Kelsey De Maria. And we were there last week for Tuffley Rovers versus Bishop's Cleave, where Bishop's Cleave were 2 up. It looked like it was uh, playing sailing for the visitors. we pegged back, drew 2-2 in the end. But they come here today, Paul Collicott walking over to us here and... Uh, It's uh, a chance for Cleve to really just extend their their lead at the top. Paul Caracol, as he's just saying hello to us there. Mentioned on the show this morning, if you missed the show, but it's for breakfast, where were you? You can listen back to that later on, of course, after the match on the Spotify and also on our Anchor FM account, View our website. Just go to 7sport.co.uk for that one. But as he pointed out, a lot of the top six cows play each other. What do you expect in this one this afternoon? We that saw leave last week, of course. Yeah, do you anticipate them to to react really to how it ended last week? Well, it's almost a completely different
1: sort of front front seven, so to speak. I mean, you've got well front six really, because uh, the back back five is more or less the same as what it was when they played at Leamington Park last weekend. Um, and you know, now know you look at the the strength that they've been able to bring back in. Um, you know, Sam Blackie's back in. You know. Jordan O'Neill back in, Kevin Slack, Joe Selman. It's a completely different team, really, that started um, against against Tuffy Rovers. So, you know, they're, they're going to be wanting to to push on this afternoon. You know, disappointed with how last week went. Um, it was in a game where they really didn't deserve to win. And I think Paul Colicott would have thought himself a bit lucky, really, if they would have uh, come away with three points from Gleeman Park last week. So, you know, another tough local derby. Against a team that have been flying high in the Hellenic Premier this season in Long Leaven, somewhat to the surprise of uh, many pre season sort of previews. Um, you know, I mean, when we were doing our pre season preview on, on Seven Sport, I don't think anyone really mentioned Long Levens as one of the teams to watch for potentially getting up there towards no. the top end of the end of the table.
0: It was kind of a. I, I threw Long Levens as a team to watch in mine just because, you know, we knew from watching Tuffley Rovers under 18s last season just how good Mike Palmer's teams have been so there was always that chance that you know they could try and challenge for that you know top 6 6-10 to 10 in the, the league table but you know they're now within the promotion picture which is mental and, and you know we talk about players who are back in the frame man walking in front of us here Archie Haskane he's back in the squad this afternoon for Bishop's Cleeve. probably came over to say so it was a bit of a yeah. secret he kept from me this morning
1: yeah it was just saying as but well. It was massive
0: right? to have him even back in
1: the oh, tournament. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I come, come back to the uh, the ultimate pre season preview that we did. Can you tell that I read it the other day, by the way? <laughs> That's <laughs> why our views <laughs> are going up. Um, and John Palmer, um, obviously, sports editor at Gloucestershire Live and sort of friend of Seven Sport now, we'll call yeah. it. Um, he said that Arch Haskane is the, the player to watch and is the, the best player in the Hellenic Premier League by a country mile, were his exact words, and should be playing a lot higher. I'd certainly say he is one of the better players yeah. in this league. Um, and it's a massive, massive boost for Coley to have this uh, class player back in his team. And you, you've got to remember as well, you know, leadership he brings as well. Not just ability on, you know, in terms of football and ability, but leadership ability that he brings to this team as well. Um, he'll be very, very grateful to have a player of his quality back.
0: That's what I mean. And obviously, we also talk about players who are back here in orders on the bench as well. Um, Cleve, still without Jack Watts, still without Jake Rhodes, um, you know, Haskins not going to be fit, of course. Pritchett's back. He's just recovered from COVID. You know, hasn't really been able to do too much in terms of training. I know he wasn't there on Tuesday because he's only tested negative, I think, Thursday with his first day out. I saw on his Snapchat. Just name dropping, I've got him on Snapchat there, really. But, you know, again, he's another character who's back in the squad. And you know, the likes of Ash Caldwell on the bench as well. You know, you've got experience now, Bishop Steve, Keep on the bench. Yeah, exactly. You know, someone's got to look after those splinters. And Ash Caldwell does that job. Someone's got to to fill the water bottles up, you know. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) But, you know, going into this game today, it was almost a battle of teams who were going to be missing a lot. Long Levens, we haven't really touched upon them yet, but they were beaten at Bradford Town last week. Well, here against Bradford Town last week, I should say. Lost Brad Martin to a red card. Lost Rudy McKinnon to a red card. James Sunley still injured. He picked up a, a. quad injury and in training for Hartbury a couple of weeks ago Ed Smiley's unavailable due to a family bereavement and James Barnett who I don't know if you saw it Kelsey took an absolute I have seen in the away picture, yeah. and his yeah. eye is still not fully healed so of course he's going to be out for a number of weeks as well so they're five players that are crucial to Long Levens as a squad and have been for the pretty much since the turn of the, the year really so the, the squads for both sides you can see the you know, they're starting 11s, I would say, aren't they? First choice 11s. But you look at the bench and you'd probably say Cleve's bench just screams a bit more experience to Long 11s So it'd be interesting to see how that goes.
1: Yeah, two polarising, uh, both these teams going, in, going into this game in two, two completely opposite ways. You know, Cleve getting a lot of players back in, Long 11s missing out on a lot of players, and strong players as well. These aren't yeah. just players who are, who are bit part players in this Long 11s team. You know, you're looking at Brad Meyer and Reid McKinnon, you're two informed strikers, Reed McKinnon especially so. Um, you know, even James Barnett, Ed Smiley players that come in, they do a job. Obviously, Barnett starts pretty much most games. like have got right back, left back, centre back, wherever you tell them to play, he will play there. So it's um, Mike Palmer and Craig Martin to be very sort of downbeat that those players are missing today. But you know, you've got to play the hand that you're dealt in football. You know, you can't make excuses. You know, Mike Palmer won't be making any excuses yeah. if if Long Levens do go out and, and and fail to pick up the three points today. Equally, Colicutt. As an experienced manager as well, He'll, he won't make any excuses if Long turn turned Cleave over this afternoon. So I think we're in for an interesting game.
0: Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's different to, to last week where we said that, you know, a draw, both sides would take it. I think if you come into this game today, I don't think Bishop Steve would take a draw. I think with the players missing, Long levens probably would. But neither want to lose the game, of course. Um, so it, it makes it for a very interesting contest We're about to see You know we talk about Long Levin's missing players even, even just sort of come to my mind there As late as Thursday night Craig Martin gets a phone call from Dale Rawlins The reserves team goalkeeper's got Covid You're going to have Ellis or Kane on the bench What are we going to do here So Kane women 's playing for the reserves currently Against Chalford at Longford Lane Then going to come up here after the match To sit on the bench potentially for 45 minutes for the first Plus Joey Haswell's been away on holiday He's only come back this week. Had COVID previously before that, so he's not got any minutes in him, so he's playing for the reserves today. You look at the long 11 side, which Kelsey will run through in just a second, there's a bit of, you know, it's potentially, especially at the top end of the pitch, I should say, a bit of a lack of experience for me, and that could be crucial.
1: Well, literally, as you were just saying that, I'm, I'm kind of looking down at the long 11, starting 11, and thinking, there's not very many players over the age of, sort of 22, 23 in this team it's a very young so we know that Longleavens have got a young squad anyway but you know they, they also have the, the the counterpoint to that where they can bring in players like Barnett like Smiley like Brad Martin who you know have something about them in terms of experience not saying that Brad Martin necessarily an old player he's still, what only 28 29 29 so you know still you sort of in, in his prime years so to speak um, but, you know you look at the team that as I said Longleavens have got young young average age of that team and that team is as follows. You've got Ellis Parker in goal. Number two, Will Emery. Three is Luke Troke, who, Ryan, before the game, presented the Athlete Sport Player of the Month trophy
0: for December to Bear in mind we're nearly in February now. Hey, I love people, know but I don't follow Long 11s around and do Long <laughs> 11s every week. There are more teams in Gloucester than Long 11s, I love you, know.
1: Four, Ollie Long. Five, Joe Talbot. Six, Joe Westrip. Seven, Dave Merrick. Eight, is Captain Sean O'Connor. Nine, Ethan Dunbar. Ten, Cam Williams. And eleven, Finn Clift, and on the bench for Long Kane Kane Winman, as Ryan said, is obviously otherwise engaged at the moment, but we'll be here ready for the second half. Uh, 14 is Henry McMahon, 15, Tommy Callanan Jr., 16, Niall Priday, and 17, James Younger.
0: And, uh, you know, is that team, a lot of pressure, I've sort of said it before we came onto the air, we'll be on Ethan Dunbar, you know, Long Levins are in a position as both sides come out the pitch here at Sawmills, where you Long know, Longleven's aren't just relying on Brad Martin for goals this year. You've got Brad Martin on 17, Rudy McKinnon on 17, and Ethan Dunbar on 17. But, as we just said, 34 of those goals are missing today. Yeah. So a lot of pressure on Ethan Dunbar's shoulders. Yeah, and especially... Experience
1: back line. Especially exactly what I was going to say, the, uh, the, the back line that he goes up against this afternoon is as follows. we through the Bishop's Cleave team for you. In goal, Luke Merchant. Two, captain today, Lind- Lyndon Dovey. Three, Will Turner. Four, Lee Llewellyn. Five, Leroy Odiero. Six, Sam Blackie, 7 Blaine Waugh, 8 Steve Davis, 9 Jordan O'Neill, 10 is Kevin Slack, 11 Joe Selman. And the bench for Cleve, Mark Pritchett, Yian Crow, Ash Coldwell, Archie Haskane and Kieran Older.
0: Worth noting in the warm-up, uh, Yian Crow pulled up but it seems with a twisted knee he was saying. Luckily he's on the bench so potentially it could be a situation where he is used if desperation calls. I imagine it would be similar with Archie Haskane if he yeah. is
1: not fully It's it a weird one with Archie because I feel like if, if they desperately need him they'll put him on but if Cleaver 3-0 up with five minutes to go they might just put him on to get some minutes in the legs. you know, just Potentially. Bit of a bit of a run around bit of a blow out out there for Haskane. Obviously he hasn't played for however many months you he's know, just coming off a very serious ankle injury so yeah, he needs to get his minutes back in especially as we head towards the conclusion of the Hellenic League Premier season you get players like that back in your side back running uh, you know, on a regular occasion out there it's a massive massive boost yeah, especially getting a player of Archie House Games quality back as we mentioned a couple of minutes ago a huge boost for Paul Colligat's side
0: well both uh, captains are in the middle looking to do the coin toss looks like Long levens are away to our right hand side in their huddle Paul Colliker to our left he's talking to all of his players g and them up making sure they understand Green Beanie and all. For anyone who wanted an update, Freddie Ward did speak to us today. Found that strange.
1: Believe me. But I'm also pretty, I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure I, Freddie Ward, when he came over to me, said nice to meet you and not, not nice to see you.
0: No. So, you know. yeah, of course not. Um, I did see a text message, well, a text message I received from Josh Evans to say he is at Chatham Saracens. Versus Studley in the top of the table clash of Division 1 of the Hellenic League. So we'll get updates from him as and when we can. But we're all set here at Soar Mills for potentially a massive contest.
1: Blame Ward just in front of us scored twice against uh, Tuffley Rovers in
0: two of the strangest goals that we've ever seen. As we're underway here. Remember, Blame Ward did have a spell at Long Levens on loan. And uh, his best performance came here against Bishop's Cleve... As Ollie Long brings the ball forward down the centre of the park... Finds Ethan Dunbar on the right-hand side... only chance for to get the ball in the box... Deflected behind for an early corner... Over on that far side...
1: I was delighted to see Blaine Wall playing so well at the moment... Especially you know, after everything he's been through in his yeah. personal life this season... So yeah, lovely to see that... Nice bloke, Blaine Wall... Great to see him playing so well...
0: Bishop Cleve who scored two from set pieces at Turfley last week have an early set piece here to defend in the opening minute the December Athlete Sport Player of the Month Luke Troke, to swing it in over on the right hand side left footed it's a flat one near towards Dave Merrick headed away at the near post should be picked up by Will Emery and is back out to Luke Troke on his right foot cuts back onto his left trying to create space crosses into the box just slightly behind everybody comes out to Cam Williams and now Ollie Long on the edge of the Cleve box goes back to Sean O'Connor midway into the Bishop's Cleave half, and it's now with Finn Clift. Back to O'Connor again, he dinks it up the left-hand side, can going to be hooked away, and the flag's up over on the far side for an offside. It's Cam Williams. Finn Clift is a, a weird one today, his inclusion. I'm potentially a bit surprised he's starting in the lineup. He had a run in the first team last year, and it looked like he was all set this season to try and force his way through, but an unfortunate incident in a friendly away at Newant where... He was, you know, outright, say, I'll say it, he was physically assaulted by someone who shouldn't be on a football pitch. And it really put him behind in terms of confidence and opportunity at Long Levens.
1: Well, he's uh, uh, back this afternoon wearing a shirt yeah. which is two sizes too small for him, at yeah. least. I just bulked
0: up, mate. I'm going to do him a favour. I think he's bulked up from the last time we saw. have. To be us. fair, he
1: definitely does look a lot bigger than last time I saw. Well, him, he, scored. I he
0: scored in the Hellenic Cup game against Lydney Town here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just shows that I need to get out more long ball forward from Ellis Parker headed forward by Turner no Will Taylor for Bishop's Cleves today as the ball's played forward Luke Merchant thought about coming for it but it's gone straight across his box and Lyndon Dovey's got it in the right corner gets it down the line to Wall. Joe Westrip nips in touch infield from Finn Clift into the box Leroy Liero steps onto it and he puts it into the Irish Hotel car park for a throw into Long Levens in line with the 18 yard line Dovey didn't look too comfortable with that one um, to be honest no, I don't right think thing, no. fair play to Fincliff, just nipped in alert and that's what Long 11s are going to be reliant on today they're going to really have to press and make life uncomfortable for Bishop Cleave where possible
1: they've done so so far in the opening what three minutes
0: don't think Cleve have touched the ball in the Long 11s half to be fair throwing taken headed in field by Dave Merrick but it's hooked up out of play, and it'll be another long 11 throw in. Terry Cleese be on the line in front of us, Kels to our right hand side. Chance for Troke to throw it in towards Merrick, comes short towards Fincliffe, stepped into by Blackie. He tries to run it clear, plays up over the halfway line, and Joe Talbot's gonna have to go running back towards Ellis Parker under pressure. And Parker's coming into coming our way here, Kels up towards the touchline headed out of play from Steve Davis and that'll be a throw into long 11 just inside during own half still 0-0 live on 7Sport
1: did say earlier uh, early potential tip for man of the match Steve Davis he's uh,
0: one of the better players we saw for Cleve last week up against Tuffy Rovers long ball forward chance here nudging the back of Joe Talbot that'll be a free kick but if you're please not too happy that Kevin Slack was lurking
1: I think he gave the referee a decision to make there. To be honest, Kevin Slack, the uh, wily veteran that he is, normally get away with that. Sort of
0: 10, 15 years ago. Throw in goes Bishop Steve's way after Lyndon Day. We just not it against Finklif there right in front. Shaking the head from Kelsey Demaria. That's a throw in quickly flicked on by Kevin Slack. Go through to Ellis Parker again. And it's still the A reminder, you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast at. 7Sport on the Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7Sport, info at 7 UK, and also on the Instagram, 7 underscore sport. Let us know your thoughts. Thoughts of the game, thoughts on Gloucester football at the moment, hopes and aspirations for the rest of the season as ever. And uh, it's a bit warmer today, so we'll go for the most tropical place you're listening from. We uh, <laughs> we like hearing about your holidays and where you're listening from. We had some exotic ones in the, in the past. Stuart Tate from Cinderford uh, uh, wherever he's on his weekly holiday definitely as Kevin Slack gets in down the left hand side for Bishop's Cleve slightly but Ollie Long's managed to block it it's nice. a hooked out of play for a Bishop's Cleve corner
1: just a quick uh, goal update not necessarily from uh, one of our predominant sides that we cover but in uh, League 2 in the title clash between Tramier and Forest Green and Forest Green have just gone 1-0 up
0: Cleve who scored two goals from set pieces at Tuffy, as we said Going to test Long Levens' resolve with their first opportunity here. All the big men are forward. Leroy Oliero, in there. Blaine war, as we said, scored two at Gleave and Park. Corners floated in. It's a deep one over Oliero, and it's headed away by Joe Talbot. Chase for him and Jordan are near. He's going to go out and play for a corner down the opposite side. This near touchline. Gleave kicking left to right as we sit here in the standard sawmills just going to leave it for Steve Davis to come and swing it in leaves hustling and bustling behind me another goal and opportunity here still nil nil live on 7th sport Odiero makes a trigger movement it's over him header comes in from Joe Westrip and it'll be another corner on the far side this time at the moment Long Levin should say just withstanding it and just clearing their lines, and I think that's a good tactic.
1: That corner there from from Davis has gone right across the Long Levens area, right in that danger area that you want somebody to be attacking it in, and uh, there a credit to Westrip, who got the header in there at the back post. It was all it needed was just a touch. It just seemed to take an age to go across that box. He just thought for sure a green shirt was going to nod it in, but uh, yeah, i would say credit to Westrip. Watched it all the way. Not to be on for a corner.
0: Davis to swing it in again from the far side towards the near post. Just overcame the slack, Playing walls in there. Still not fully cleared. Blocked off the line. And the flags went up up it's in. And Bishop has taken the lead. I think O'Neill's claiming it. O'Neill. It looks like Selman is in there as well. Jordan Aenea is the one doing all the, the shaking of the hands. Either way, Bishop has taken the lead. Long Levin's just couldn't get it clear. And what a big moment in the contest. Longlevens nil, Bishop Cleve won. Scrappy.
1: Scrappy goal. Longlevens be extremely disappointed to concede in that manner. Especially after, literally, for the first five minutes of this game, Cleve had not even had a touch in the Long Levens half. And then three corners in quick succession. They didn't really deal with it at the first attempt. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say it was a shambolic defending, but uh, certainly I'm sure Mike Palmer would have seen me side defending much better than that.
0: Well, Longleaven's going to have to react here. It was just a corner in they couldn't deal with. Odiero had an effort. Blaine Moore tried to force it goalwards as well. Jordan Nenea was the one who looked to claim it. The lines were nice near side, Terry Cleesby. He was flagging straight away. He was convinced it was in. Despite the efforts from Ellis Parker and his man on the post. But it was always going to be a tough afternoon for the host with the players they were missing. But now what have they got in them? It's Dunbar, crosses into the box. Oliero can only get a touchdown. It's hooked clear as far as Trope. Midway into the Cleve half. Glides past Blaymore like he's not there. Tries to cut in field. Ricochets away. And Dave Merrick offloads to Joe Westrop. Now to Finn Clift over on this near side. Trope into Merrick. Nice little triangle. The back heel just wasn't on there for Dave Merrick. But he tried it anyway. And it's cleared by Dovey.
1: Merrick and just just on the same page there
0: potential sign where they haven't played together not on the same wavelength but Troke will take the throw in into Joe Westrip back to Luke Troke again knocks it in field to Cam Williams with a pocket of space on the left corner of the box he plays off Leo De Aero and is to play for another Long Levens throw in we would say initially Kelsey it's a good reaction from Long 11s they're still trying to play football and play with a header
1: yeah definitely you, know, you can see many times in situations like this where the team that goes behind early doors will you know, go into their shell a little bit We got heads down but credit to Long-Livin, so they've continued to play the way that you know that they know how and they've uh, got an opportunity here so, uh, Luke Troke was fouled by a combination of a couple of Bishop's Cleave players actually
0: yeah it was good from Luke Troke positive play just cutting in field taking his man on
1: so Conor, opportunity to sort of whip this one in at the near post and give Luke Merchant something to deal with
0: uh, Sean O'Connor to swing this one in from the left hand side. O'Connor hits it towards the near post, nearly catches Luke Merchant out, just got caught in a gust of wind. Credit the big man in goal for Cleve though, got down well to turn it past the post for a corner. O'Connor nearly, nearly catching him out. Almost like we know football. They just called exactly what was going to happen there.
1: But uh, yeah, I so, say, you know, Merchant did well,
0: got himself down to it. O'Connor. Taking the corner from the left hand side again towards the near post. Just a wall of green at the near post though. Blaine Moore gets there ahead of Cam Williams, knocks it down line towards Steve Davis. Touch it around the corner. Luke Troke and Will Emery between them should deal with it. Emery plays a diagonal. It's caught up in the air. Dunbar's bundled into the back of. Referee gives a free kick to Long Ah, oh, really. Both sort of just bundling into each other. Long Levens got away with one there though because Dunbar's taking it quickly. as a poor ball forward, but the referee's pulled it back and said, nope ball was moving you need to take it again so yeah
1: he's got very lucky there
0: <laughs> yeah to even get the free to even get the decision in the first place you know Selman didn't do an awful lot wrong uh, ball play for from Sean O'Connor down the right side of the box trying to get Ethan Dunbar in Hooked up out of play by Will Turner. And that'll be a free kick. throw in over on the far side. In line with the 18 yard line for Long Levens. So we trail here by a goal to nil. Jordan and Near, we're crediting the goal to. Be interested to see who Bishop Bishop's Twitter's given it to. As it breaks to Sean O'Connor. Lays it to the right hand side. Even Dunbar gets out of his feet. Dunbar with the effort. Saved by Luke Merchant. Merrick on the follow up. That's out of play for a corner. Merchant that's two saves now he's made where he, it doesn't look good but he's got enough on it to keep it out
1: yeah I mean I give him credit for that one because it was hit at you know some rate of not by Dunbar so give him credit for that but yeah it's a decent decent save and he's done well to get back up for the follow up as well to be fair but I think he had a bit of help from I think it was Odiero who's getting back there
0: corner headed out at the near post Sean O'Connor who had teased the short is going to pick it up on the right O'Connor gets out his feet goes for a cross is blocked ricochets back to him and it's now back with Will Emery half treads on the ball and he's caught on it suddenly Joe Selman breaking over the halfway line for Bishop's Steve Emery has got the pace though to catch up with him gets it back to Ellis Parker and that just shows that sometimes the pace can get you out of it Ellis Parker's kick's not very good though picked up by Blackie but his ball was played forward straight back through to Ellis Parker (laughs)
1: almost a um, well one two really Definitely. two players Parker will be uh, very uh, grateful to see that one come back towards him trickling on the floor the wind is playing a bit of havoc already in the opening ten
0: minutes or so it's affected both sides as well hasn't it you know both sides have felt the, the pinch of the breeze that's coming across sawmill it's quite an open ground here Parker kicking into it for sure flicked on by can Williams and Dave Merrick goes backwards to Sean O'Connor Touchdown into Joe Westrup. Back to Sean O'Connor. Maybe just overplaying it, Long Levens, but they've done well to get it to Cam Williams. Turn out to Luke Troke on this left hand side. Blast it forward and it's hacked straight up into the air by Lyndon Dovey. Anywhere will do there. Still, Long Levens nil. Bishops Cleave won live on Seven Sport.
1: Yes. Anywhere will do, yeah, as you say. About a quarter so of an hour gone.
0: Will Turner is down for Bishops Cleave clutching his right leg doesn't look comfortable at all just having a glance to see if a sub is potentially getting themselves ready to come on You'd say it probably be Pritchett to come on you'd imagine the subs they've got
1: well you'd think it'd be like for like it looks like Pritchett is uh, getting himself stripped off
0: bring Pritchett on centre-half well maybe yeah Got options, I think it is Ash yeah, Caldwell. It's going to be Ash Caldwell, who has played centre half previously for Bishop's Leave. and plus, also, you've got to bear in mind, Pritchett has just had Covid, he's not going to be over that at all. He hasn't trained either. Whereas Caldwell would have been at training on Tuesday night after making a joke saying he's going to be an SNU. Looks like he's going to get some minutes in him, he's going to earn that stake this week.
1: <laughs> Stop it, you so. I thought for a second that my eyes were deceiving me that Ash Coldwell was about to come on wearing number 10. It's actually just Kevin Slack going over there to uh, receive some instructions. Yeah, he's <laughs> going for
0: a chat. But Turner is up. Turner is limping towards the dugout. Patrick Cleo doing a job trying to get him back far and fit. But yeah, it looks like Turner is going to be replaced by Caldwell here. And and I think you know realistically, Oyarow is just going to start left back, and Caldwell will come in at centre half. Well, I mean they play three at the back. I'm thinking of that. So Leroy Oyarow is going to go to the left centre half. Caldwell's probably going to dip in the middle. I mean, if you're Ethan Dunbar and you see Caldwell going to left centre half, you're probably lighting your eyes up. But no, Odiero's definitely going to play on the left side. Caldwell coming into the centre. And it will be the, the match against Dave Merrick. But long Levins will take a throw-in to get us back underway. Can Williams dipping on the left-hand side. and Holding the ball up in the corner to Finclift. Back to the throw-in taker, Luke Troke. Just goes for a driven run. Cross into the box. Hits Dave Merrick more than anything. Comes out to Joe Westrick. Tries to get out of his feet. Good challenge comes in from Joe Selman. And that'll be a Bishop Cleve throw-in. Good challenge from the Cleve man. Long-11 nearly Wasteful, works his
1: Wasteful from long levels, yeah. really, to have the ball in that sort of position. That's just it's wasteful and it's also unlucky. You know, when you, it, trook, trook, smashes that ball across the box, you're expecting it to just fly in uh, towards the back post and just unlucky. And Merrick kind of in the way a little bit.
0: And then when it breaks at the edge of the box, you know, if it was maybe a Sean O'Connor, someone more of an attacking minded player, who knows, maybe the first touch is a bit neater and someone doesn't get a chance to slide in but the Bulls play forward Dovey under pressure from Dave Merrick he's hooks done really forward. well there Dovey. And something to chase as Barker has to come to the edge of the box can only head it up Slack rises with Talbot nods it into the right corner of Long Levens and Will Emory hooks it only as far as Dave- Steve Davis on the overlap with Selman Slack leaves it for him Will Emory comes in with a challenge and it's outplay for a clear throw in dangerous dangerous as Barker got his angles spot on he's a tall tall man and right on the edge of his own box, he realised he probably would handle the ball, so he had to just leap up with a header. Just flew off this Sawmills turf but a throw-in into the Long eleven's box. Headed away by Ollie Long, well, up more than anything. Nodded back down, skips all the way through as park, right, Gold goal, collector. Uh, still 0-0 live on Southern Sport Saturday live. Here from Sawmills, a reminder of what's to come. We have the first ever episode of TN Talk coming out on Monday that's going to be recorded tomorrow and also you can listen again to Bites for Breakfast which was the return of the Saturday morning show this morning that will be back next week for another edition I've been given a thumbs up by a number of listeners to say that they enjoyed it so we'll bring it back we'll give it another go and of course in March we have the general football podcast where you and I Kelsey, will be joined by Damon and also Josh Josh Evans who work experience man who is at Chatham Saracen today we'll touch base with him when he messages say something's happened well nothing's happening at the moment mate nothing's happening
1: in any of the games uh, involving our teams no goals at all It's like the only goal involving teams that we cover here is uh, here at Saw Mills so we picked the right game to cover
0: sorry if you missed any of the action we seem to have lost Signal but Jordan Anneer, what a chance there. Just nodded straight across face of goal. The ball was played forward. Diagonal from a free kick and near just had acres of space as it came over the heads of the Long defenders and nodded by by Jordan Anne. And it's still one 0 to Bishop's Cleave. Parker, whose goal lived a charm life there. Still 1 0 to Bishop Sleeve, scuffed by Joe, Joe Talbot. His ball in field to Luke Troke wasn't great, but Troke's done well to turn and play it up the left hand side. Lyndon Davis sweeps it away though, onto the tin roof on top of us. And Levens will have a throw in, about 10 15 yards into the Bishop's Sleeve half. Stroke throws it into Fincliff's chest. Just doesn't get enough on it. And Blaine can bring it away. Runs into Sean O'Connor. His ball forward falls back to him. And O'Connor gets it out to Cam Williams on his left-hand side. Williams stands up against Lackey. That's played in field to Joe Westrip. He tries to swivel on it and get it back to Joe Talbot in the centre circle. Long 11's trying to be patient as they go forward. But then a diagonal towards Will Emery is scuffed straight up into the air. Nodded down. And it's just going to sit for Joe Westrup to get on in the centre of the Bishop's Leave half. His ball to Luke Troke finds him on the left hand side. Troke up against Blaine Waugh. Back to Finn Clift. Cliff crosses in. Header away at the near post and Blaine Waugh flicks it over. Finn Clift out of play for a long thrown throw in. In the interim where the broadcast dropped, in case you missed it, Will Turner went off injured for Bishop's Leave and was replaced by Ash Caldwell, who's playing in the centre of the Back free with Leo Liero over on the left-hand side. Merrick hooks it up over his own shoulder, straight out of play for a goal kick. Hands up to apologize to his teammates. Again, pretty poor from Dave house. Yeah, um, pretty poor from Long Levens as a whole in that sort of space. It's kind of they had a,
1: a decent spell where they were in the final third of Bishop's Cleeve then, but didn't really do anything with it at all, and it didn't look like they were going to do anything with it at all either. So, I'm sure Mike Palmer and Craig Martin and Co. will be very disappointed with the way that they have gone about the play in the last five minutes. You know, Cleve haven't really had much of the ball in that spell, but Longlevens haven't done anything with the possession they've had.
0: Just missing that target, man, you see. You know, we talk about when when Brad Martin's not in this team. Just missing that focal point up front just to hold it all together. But Will Emery bringing it forward against Joe Selman. Challenge comes in, out of play for a throw into Longlevens. In line with the 18-yard box over on that far side. Longlevens a goal down here thanks to what we've credited as a Jordan Nunea goal from a corner kick bit of a scrappy one but he was uh, able to force it in and another poor touch from Dave Merrick there Go straight out play for a cleave throw in he's got to say a couple of times now Merrick's just not tight with his touch and pass it's just letting him down slightly he was uh, subbed against Town after about an hour he had a similar performance that night up into the air from Blackie. Knocked down by Cam Williams to Ethan Dunbar. He's forced back to Joe Talbot on the halfway line. And in turn, he's going to be forced away back to Ellis Parker. He's under pressure from Slack. And Parker's done well to take a touch and get it out to Joe Talbot. His ball forward is going to be flicked on. Again, just caught up in the wind. Terry Cleesby comes on the pitch to retrieve a loose ball away to our right-hand side that came off the roof tin roof here Steve Davis wins the ball for Bishop's Cleave and is tracked by Dave Merrick Manages to poke it through free kick given for a little nibble by Merrick Paul Collicker <laughs> I don't think he realises how old Kevin Slack is there he's moaning that Kevin Slack didn't
1: chase that I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure Collicker knows how old Kevin Slack was or is sorry I
0: should say Kevin Slack had, a bit had of no with him before intention. the game about set no matter. intention Kevin like Slacker,
1: 15 years ago, might have, uh, yeah, maybe. Might have tried that. but
0: As, uh, Another ball's come onto the pitch from the tin roof. The referee's probably going to have to stop the game here because the ball is near. Finclift force back to Luke Trope.
1: <laughs> no real need for Sam Blackie to pick that ball up and then hoof it right onto the road behind us. Yeah, all he had to do was just knock it towards the fence.
0: Trope manages to clear the ball. He was caught as he played it. Could be a yellow card here for Kevin Slack. I mean, I don't want to say the referee is easily intimidated, but he is a very short man, and Kevin Slack is an imposing figure. (laughs) I wouldn't want to book him. If I was that short, I wouldn't book anybody. But Parker will take the free kick from the left back corner Long 11 still trail by goal to nil Sindford also trail now uh,
1: away at Melksham by goal to nil and uh, in the game between
0: Westfields and Bradford it's 1-1 which is probably a good result for Cleve to be honest Parker hooks it away under pressure from Slack and it's flicked on by Westrip and in the wind Odiero nods it back to Luke Merchant and it's all a little bit comfortable for Cleave at the minute Long ball ricochets off Luke Drake more than anything all the way through to Ellis Parker keeper to keeper back to keeper bypass in the middle of the park really Body Long plays it through to Westrip round the corner and that's Paul from Joe Westrip it's been the calling card of the long 11's first half, Katie Johnson on that far side, just saying to a side it's not, not good, good enough. enough. And I think he's absolutely spot on. Yeah, absolutely. Throw in for Cleve midway into the long 11's half over on that far side down the line to Steve Davis again. Sean O'Connor Davis turns, crosses, that's out of play for a goal kick. Still 1 0 Bishop Cleve lead, lead. Certainly,
1: you know, you think it. Uh, the players that are out there at the moment, the two teams, Long Levin certainly don't look like a side that are, you know, fourth in the Hellenic League at the moment. And let's be real, I mean, it, it isn't the side that's fourth in the Hellenic League at the moment. You know, most of Long Levin's sort of key forward players, they're all out through suspension or injury or one way or another.
0: it has got key players missing at the back as well. ball played forward by Luke Troke. chance for Cam Williams on his left hand side of the Cleve box Cross in though is cut out by Leroy Diero and it'll be a corner to Long Levens which Cam Williams takes quickly to Finn Clift Clift pulls it back to Luke Troke to step on to always on his wrong side out to Sean O'Connor Cam Williams tries to bring it in field, pass one pass two Williams still goes into the box Stepped into by Lyndon Davie, just got there ahead of Luke Troke, and now it could open up for Cleve coming forward. Ania has played a fantastic ball, and Steve Davis is in on the right side of the box. Steve Davis squares it across, Talbot blocks back to Steve Davis, and it hits Talbot again. Poor from Steve Davis, an experienced player like that, but good for Longlevens to get men back in that box. Great ball from Jordan Ania, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, you criticise Ollie Long there as well for sort of trying to intercept that ball, Maybe he was just a bit too keen from Long. He left inside 2-on-1 in deficit there yeah, credit to Talbot
0: corner played in towards the back post header comes in Parker saves referee gives a free kick for a push on Joe Westrip Ash Caldwell was the culprit I believe Blaine Moore was there for the header Parker to be fair to him didn't know at the time that a free kick was going to be given had to get two palms to push it over the crossbar At the referee boost straight away. So it's still 1-0 to Bishop's Cleve.
1: Uh, been a goal in uh, in Barnstable. Slimbridge have taken the lead. 1-0. Is
0: it Myron Turner? Uh, Will Horse. If that result stays the same it would be massive for Slimbridge that. That's a smart turn in midfield by Sam Blackie. Tries to play it down to the winger Joe Selman but Will Emery gets it back to Parker and now Long 11 to try and play it forward. Again a poor pass in the midfield is leapt on and Cleve will win the ball Westrips then challenged with a high boot going to the referee and a free kick's given Long Levens want more Cam Williams sort of insinuated to the ref that it was over the top but not for me it was just two players going for the ball don't think Selman is going to get booked for it. just the talking to from the referee but a uh, free kick to Long just inside their own half
1: so, 2-0 two, two to Melksham now against Cinderford.
0: Here, yeah, it is still on 11-0. Bishop's sleeve, 1. Joe Talbot will take the free kick. Just plays it up, plays it forward. Caught up in a wind slightly, but Dave Merrick can head it backwards now with Cam Williams middle of the Cleve half out to Luke Troke bouncing ball neither player can really get it sitting down a good dummy in the midfield by Sam Blackie it's spread to the left hand side and Joe Selman nicks it past Will Emery not going to catch it though out of play for a Long levens throw in in front of the Bishop's Cleve dugout very uh,
1: sporting from Freddie Ward to stop the ball from running 10-15 yards further forward from where it was to uh, give Long levens a chance to take a quick throw and the referee has denied that chance.
0: Sun beating on the dugouts on that far side. And the chance for Westrip to knock it down the right-hand side. Good challenge. Ethan Dunbar would have been in. The clearance then ricochets off. Joe Westrip. Cam Williams nods it back into him. Long have the ball on the right-hand side. Infield to Will Emery, who's managed to get forward. Out to Ethan Dunbar over on the right-hand side. Tries to skip past his man to force a cross. Has to come back to Whitlam where he's got Sean O'Connor square of him. O'Connor being backtracked on by Jordan Anir. Referee gets a free kick.
1: I think it's smart. I'm not convinced by that. I think it's smart play from O'Connor. I think it is a free kick, to be fair. I think o- O'Connor feels that Anir is going to come in and, 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 and pressure him from the moment he takes that ball. And he's you know, taken a touch away from him. I've felt the contact, yeah, he's gone down. It. It's a smart play.
0: He's also put his body in front of it, hasn't he? Anir nearly nipping him, but this is a golden opportunity for Long Levens over on the right hand side about 30 maybe 35 yards out Sean O'Connor with the wind nearly caught Luke <laughs> Merchant out earlier on and he has oh. scored from this distance before from the depth de- I
1: ball. would say though O'Connor does look like he's probably looking to cross yeah. I think it might be the wrong decision because Long
0: Levens aren't the tallest side at the moment with Bramart out. O'Connor does play it in header up from Blackie Ethan Dunbar keeps it alive in The right byline, line then goes down Referee gives a corner. Ethan Dunbar not happy. Sam Blackie not happy. So it's not it's Sam Blackie, or was it Lee Llewellyn? I think it was Lee Llewellyn, is isn't it? Look very similar. Both
1: got similar hairstyles. I'll let you off that one.
0: Either way, Dunbar
1: was itching for a penalty
0: there, not given.
1: I don't think. I don't think so. I don't think it was a penalty.
0: What you would say is, even if the referee wasn't given it, the linesman was right there. And the Hellenic linesman don't always get involved, but you'd like to think he would have there. Luke Troke to swing in the corner. From the right-hand side, left-footed. Luke Merchant comes out. Good, strong punch. Only as far as Sean O'Connor. His shot is deflected off Sam Blackie. A chance to try and get through to Cam Williams, who nearly nips in. And Leroy Liero, as he's done all no half... chances, yeah. ...just clearing it. You tell the two experienced defenders there, Lyndon Dovey and Leroy Liero, Leroy Liero Kels, because all they've done all the game, clearing it. Not taking a chance, just get it out, and we'll go from there. Did you know, Ryan, interesting thing about football
1: if the ball is nowhere near your goal you can't concede <laughs> wow
0: who knew revolutionary Troke throws it into far and a back. halfway
1: line screamer of course
0: and that's back to Luke Troke We will go right footed cross towards the back post Cam Williams over him Luke Merchant just casually comes out of his box to collect it in his all purple kit Nice. he's ushering his side forward Cleave one nil up and you say Kelsey, you know, they are still pretty comfortable with how the game's going. Long ball forward over Oye Long's head. Joe Talbot knocks it back to Ellis Parker. half the appeal for a pass back from Jordan near, but it sort of rolled down Joe Talbot's body. The only person
1: within sawmills who was claiming for that one.
0: Or even Freddie Ward was claiming for it. Parker. Up over the halfway line, just about, flicked on by Westrip and Dunbar sniffing around and again. Near Odiero, disguised it into the tree over on that far side. I think that's probably gone over the fence and nearly joined the Barnwood Stonehouse Town uh, reserves game. Merrick has uh, sidestepped two Cleave players has knocked it down the right hand side. Odiero Dunbar is the battle and it's just too heavy. Ran out of play for a Bishop's Cleave goal kick what we'd say about Leroy Liero Kelsey and you know we've seen him a few times this year saw him last week against Tuffley Rovers of course and obviously today his positioning is, is second to none from a centre-half you know when the ball's played down the line of that he, he you know he reads it and he doesn't overcommit. it and uh, yeah he reads the game very well
1: well he's played a lot of football especially at this level and, you know, as I say he's only well sort of similar age to myself you know sort of 26 around that age and uh... Wisdom beyond his years.
0: Throwing is headed forward by Will Emery and funded forward by Joe Selman. Ellis well, Parker comes out and claims it. What I
1: will say, though, is Longleven's are disappointed me at the moment. One-dimensional. Um, uh, yeah, uh, play for absolutely. Me. Absolutely. Just no cutting edge. Nothing really is, uh, is exciting me in the final third for Longlevens at the moment.
0: You'd say they look most likely when the man in front of us here Luke Trokes had it in the final third to be honest he's the one that's you know, trying to take Cleve on trying to you know cut in field trying to make it happen but for everyone else it's not really working Ethan Dunbar had that good chance though where really you'd say Kelsey that's the only chance they've really been able to get Dunbar in around the Cleve box with a bit of space
1: Struggling to penetrate the midfield as well really Cleve who You know, a lot of their game is based around dominating the midfield battle. They've done exactly that. And as you say, that has led to Long Levens being extremely one dimensional.
0: You've got to look at their options on the bench. You know, we talk about how there's a a lack of experience on the subs bench, but you've still got players like Niall Pride who will be a physical presence. He knows how to put the ball in the back of the net, let's put it that way. Dovey plays the free kick diagonal, punch from Ellis Parker. Two confident goalkeepers coming out of their boxes and punching away set pieces in the last few minutes. Always a, a sign of a good keeper. Knowing when to punch, knowing when to come and try and claim. And, uh, Parker, similar to Merchant earlier on from the Long Levens corner, had to come through a crowd of bodies to get there. That's now Ethan Dunbar, cutting in field but runs into. A green wall of traffic. Cam Williams likewise. And nipped in on by Sam Blackie. She skips past Sean O'Connor. But it's cleared forward. Dave Merrick challenges with Lee Llewellyn. Out of play for a long Levin's throw-in. Just shy of the visiting dugout here at Saw Mills. Emery down the line. Up to Dave Merrick. who's holding off two players. It ricochets away. Sean O'Connor's ball forward. Flies off the of Cleve man all the way through to Ellis Parker. In goal for Long Levens. His ball forward finds Blaine War. Waugh. Waugh up to Jordan near Holding the ball up well. And he offloads back to Lyndon Dovey. Bishop's Thieves captain. Dinks it forward. Giving something for Steve Davis to chase. He runs a left to right diagonal run. A touch from Steve Davis. Takes it out of play for a goal kick though. Still Long Levens nil. Bishop's Thieves one
1: desperately trying to find some goals to chime in with Ryan but there's there's none there's literally no goals around feed
0: me goals Kelsey I'm starving
1: I mean I can tell you goals of. Are... oh hang on oh I think we've got one from Nguyen let me just double check I'll give you two guesses to tell, you, to tell me who scored for Nguyen Jordan Cooper yeah you're exa- absolutely right mate they
0: 1-0 into the final 10 well final 8 minutes in the first half it has seen Eve go 1 0 up and poor from Fincliff, but he's managed to rectify it to Ethan Dunbar. Dunbar's ball forward's not particularly good, but it ricocheted through to Dave Merrick with a strike. Dave penalty Long Levens, goal kicks given. Dave Merrick feels he was pulled back, but what well, you would say, what a chance for Long Levens to level it, Gals. Yeah, you know, Fincliffe's header just went up, no real purchase on it. It ricocheted through to Dunbar, his ball forward wasn't great. It hit Leroy Lierre's back leg, went up in the air. Merrick had a volley at goal, no one in front of him. Yes, it was about 14 yards. It would have, you know, still had to be a decent strike to beat Luke Merchant, but he got it horribly wrong. Thought it was a penalty. Referee said no, and in the end, quite, quite a let off for Cleves, but still fairly comfortable. I would have maybe liked to see Ethan Dunbar
1: carry that a bit further forward and go for a go for a strike. He had a bit of bit of green grass to run into in front of him. Opted to try and play it wide, and somewhat fortuitously deflects off Leroy Odiero into the path of Merrick, and I think. I don't think, I, no, I don't think it's
0: a foul. Yeah, so a situation like that sort of shows just how much you miss players like Brad Martin and Rudy McKinnon, who would have, you know, fancied their chances. It's more of what their game's about, of just carrying it and shooting it from distance, whereas Dunbar is more of a, you know, in the 18-yard box, I am the man kind of striker. But here's a chance for Cleve. Steve Davis gets out to blame War on this right-hand side, up against Luke Troke. Sticking with him. And Blame Moore's Mate to dink to the back post. Header away by Will Emery. He's going to fall to Cam Williams. And Longleavens are going to bring it clear. Pass to Joe Westrip. And his ball dinked forward. Not really convincing. And Ollie Long thunders it away after a header back in. It's hit Dave Merrick more than anything. And a poor touch from Lee Llewellyn. Sees Cam Williams nip on it. And now Cam Williams. Chance for him. He's got Dunbar to the right. And that's obviously the pass that he's played. Dunbar drills it across face of goal. Merchant diving to his right hand side he's got two fists on it to turn it away for a throw-in Do you know what I was literally just about to say
1: to you Ryan before that play that Cam Williams needs to get involved in this game a lot more and
0: look what happens Well he's wearing a 10 and he's sort of playing as a false 9 well he started as a false 9 but then Dave Merrick's gone further forward and Williams has come back into the free, and that seems to benefit him it's his you know it benefits his game better as Slack putting pressure on Ollie Long Having to go back to Ellis Parker, he's got his kick horribly wrong. Straight to Steve Davis. Davis goes from distance over Parker, and it's over the goal. Somehow, bounced in the six-yard box. Looked like it was going goalwards, and it's bounced past that far post. What a let-off for Long Levens just before the break.
1: What a let-off for, for Ellis Parker, mate. What on earth is he doing? You know, I like Ellis Parker. He's a good lad, good keeper, but... Not that ball into the stand or into the car park he's almost giving the ball away from the goal kick
0: Long Levens are losing it they are losing it the press from Cleve is just telling a bit too much for this young Long Levens side pass from Ellis Parker straight from the goal kick was away from his man as Cleve throwing which they've taken across the infield and Joe Talbot and Sean O'Connor between them hack it away but now Ethan Dunbar suddenly has a bit of green in front of him and also a man in a green shirt in Sam Blackie and it's pulled a lot of pressure on Dunbar his ball forward's falling straight to Lee De and his ball forward in turn knocked back to Ellis Parker just trying to calm it down a little bit but Cleve rightly not letting him do it again kicking into the wind Parker's ball just got caught on a bit of backspin and Blackie nipped in poked forward by Joe Selman that should go out of play for a throw in right in that corner right in the far right hand corner as we're looking sure Bishops leave this is a chance just to pen long levens in
1: final five minutes of the half as well be a great time to go and get a second
0: similar to the Gloss City Hereford game that we saw Tuesday night so if the second goal was in just before the break it could probably kill the contest well, the way the things have been
1: going you know they're I don't want to say the contest is over, but the way the long levels are played, I don't see any way of them getting back into this game. We've had another goal, by the way, in uh, the game between Tranmere and Forest Green. Forest Green have just gone 2-0 up in that top-of-the-table clash in League 2. Great news for Ryan Butler.
0: Chance here for Cleve with Kevin Slack on the left-hand side of the box. He's flashed it straight across. That's too high... And wide. That'll play for a goal kick comfortably for Ellis Parker. From Levens and Cleve, to be fair to him. Both sides trying to G themselves up for the final few moments of the first half. The first half where Jordan and Nia's strike is the difference between the two sides. As I said, we're crediting a goal to Jordan and Nia. Bit of a goal while I scramble from a corner. He looked to be the one claiming it. But again, Bishop Cleve scoring from a set piece shows how crucial... Set pieces can be as Dave Merrick and Ash Caldwell battling for the ball from the goal kick. Merrick just turns into his man, and the free kick's gone long Levin's his way. To be fair to Dave Merrick and the referee, Ash Caldwell was all over him, and it looked like for a split second that Merrick had fouled Steve Davis, but the referee had pulled it back for the original offense of Caldwell just gripping onto his man. Sean O'Connor. Take a free kick about five yards into Cleve half. Drills in low. Flick round the corner Dave Merritt. So poor. And Ash Caldwell slices it forward straight out of play for a long throw in, which is going to be about 20 yards into the long 11's half over on the right hand side. So again, you know, Paul Colicut telling his side to just pen long in in. Another poor moment there for long going forward, Kels. just, Just sat here, just baffled at how. Poor
1: long 11s have been in the final third. You know, when they get opportunities to put that ball into the into the box or into a dangerous area, just, just look absolutely bereft of ideas.
0: Free kick given to Bishop Sleeve for a nudge in the back on Joe Selman. Leero Diero looks like he's going to be the man to come over and take it. Caldwell. He's staying back. A nears forward. Steve Davis forward. Blaine Waugh forward. Goldie Eric swings it then left foot towards the back post. Straight across the Long Levens box. Blaine Waugh picks it up. Being forced back by Luke Troke in the pass behind Lee Llewellyn. He's then hooked forward by Lyndon Dovey into the box. Flag up in the near side for offside. Jordan in didn't look too pleased with the decision, but Terry Cleese be straight up with the flag. And Long Levens will try and get themselves forward, try and pinch an equaliser just before the break. As Kelsey said, they haven't really looked likely to do it, especially since they went 1-0 down. No, Long Levens' best chances came at nil-nil.
1: Great shout from Ashley Caldwell, by the way, that. Going up, getting that one early. I think he maybe left one in on Dave Merrick as well. It's the uh, two
0: experienced players ball out. Troke throws it on the left-hand side. Good header again from Caldwell. Back in from Blaine War. Troke gets it back to Sean O'Connor and across to Will Emery. Chance for him to go on a bit of a run. Cutting in field. He plays it forward again. It's a poor pass. Clearance from Lyndon Dovey ricochets away. And Blaine Waugh puts out a play for a throw-in. Troke throws it quickly into Cam Williams knocks it off to Fincliff. just comes away from him as poke clear referee thought about giving a foul plays on it's played down the line Jordan Anir slips as he gets a good touch in Luke Troke back there Troke runs into traffic ball play forward clipped for Luke Troke now to be a clear throw in Terry be giving it to Long Levens but the referee correctly giving it to Bishop Cleve it came off the back of Luke Troke
1: I'm going to say something to you Ryan I think Cliff
0: needs to exit this pitch at halftime. He's not done it for me. Which is a shame, because I like him. I mentioned at the top of the broadcast conversation I had with Michael Palmer. Wasn't delighted when he said that Finkliffe was starting. Because for me, I think the better option would have been, um, you know, Henry McMahon or Niall Priday. I think it would have allowed you to do a bit more, personally. But the throw-in field. See Blaine more on it. And Longlevens, if they're going to counter attack the referee's going to end up stopping this game. Because there's a second ball on the pitch. Dave Merrick challenged by Ash Caldwell the referee gives a free kick there's a second ball on the pitch that needs to be cleared Davey clears it off the referee's actually going to book Ash Caldwell here yeah it looks like he's going to take his name a bit
1: harsh really for
0: me I mean I don't want to say it too loudly but for me there's a chance it wasn't even a foul Kelsey. I don't even think it was a foul. I'm not 100% convinced. No. <laughs> Merrick one of those. was running out of steam. He had 40 odd yards to get towards the penalty area. And he's felt a bit of contact, gone down. And so, yellow card for Ash Caldwell. Do you think the fact that there was no one between where they were on the pitch and the goal was be a yeah,
1: That has probably uh, gone against Ash Caldwell there.
0: But Merrick wins a corner.
1: Referee did not know at all. He was no. not sure. Well, yeah, he's guessed there, the referee.
0: Sean O'Connor's played the free kick down the line. Dave Merrick's been penned right in that left corner and the corner's been given. O'Connor plays it towards the back post. Slight mix up between Merchant and Odiero, but Merchant got enough on it, as did Odiero. And there goes the half time whistle. Well, it's decent game of football, you'd say. Seen better. I disagree. I disagree. Cleaver going 1 0. up. A bit of a messy goal, in this, you know, probably fitting as the first half the way it went as you know the goal being how it was a little bit scrappy set piece into the box long levens blocked the initial couple of efforts but in the end bishop cleave managed to force it home jordan Ania was the man who looked to, to be claiming it so we'll credit it with him apart from that steve davis has gone very close to making it two with a effort that nearly quite out Ellis parker after a poor goal kick for long levens i said it before Their best chances came at 0-0, with Cam Williams forcing a good stop from the man walking in front of us here, Luke Merchant. Merchant also had to show good agility to get down low to his right-hand side and beat away a Sean O'Connor free-kick from the left-hand side. But other than that, Kelsey, it's not been anything to write home about for Long Levens. It's been a bit of a struggle. We knew that they were going to miss the players that they're missing. They're attacking influential players that they are, and they are paying for it at the moment, because Cleve lead and they're pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah, pretty much as I've said a couple of times during that, that first half, Long Evans looked absolutely bereft of ideas, very one dimensional. You see one of the best moments in in that game was when Cam Williams got the ball down and drove forward with it, played it out wide, um, to Ethan Dunbar who obviously drove that ball across across the box and as I said, you know, during that during that first half, Long Evans needs to get Cam Williams involved a little bit more, he's been pretty invisible. To be honest, didn't you know? I do think that uh, if I was Mike Palmer, I'd probably make make a change, I, know, I probably would take Finkliff off, maybe bring on Niall Priday, shift up the the formation a little bit, maybe play the two up top, Pride and Dunbar, sort of little and large combination. Cam Williams in the hole.
0: Yeah, but then the problem is, what do you do with the midfield? You probably exactly, best bet yeah. really is to play a tight diamond. And you know, you talk about fancy formations and things like that, but. With the four that you've got in the midfield... Sean O'Connor, Dave Merrick... Cam Williams and Joe Westrip... You know, do you put... You know, really... You talk about in the Premier League... You know, it's been highlighted that a lot of managers... Well, Ralph Raniak and a couple of others... Have started playing the 4-2-2-2. Two, two, two. Long Levens have kind of got that... But they don't want to have... Pride and Dunbar as two wide men... They want them narrow... So it's kind of going to have to go out... But then come back in... So, plenty for Mike Palmer... And Craig Martin and Casey Johnson to consider... But what I do know is going into this break, Cleve will be rubbing their hands, knowing that they haven't really had a glove laid on them. And if they if haven't if had to do an awful lot to be leading again.
1: If the second half goes any goes sort of a similar way to how every other game in Gloucestershire football is going at the moment, goals will be at a premium. The, literally the only other goals that I can see uh Newant are now 2 0 up uh, against Portland Rovers. Cinderford are losing and, and, uh, and uh, Forest Green. Forest <laughs> Green, but I mean, we don't cover Forest Green. It's literally Cinderford and Newant, the teams that are of our interest. um... And oh, it's Slimmington one up as well, but I mean, you know, we're talking, what, three games out of, <laughs> out of the God knows how many that, that we're interested in, but... But we're
0: going to have a full scope, we're going to have a full scope on, on Twitter and see what everyone else is doing, um, but whilst we do that, we're going to go for a few songs and then we're back. Second half of Long levens versus Bishop's Cleve, where it's currently Long Levens 0, Bishop's Cleve 1. Welcome back to Saw Mills for Seven Sports Saturday Live, second half of Long Levens versus Bishop's Cleve. Both sides out on the pitch, ready for the second half to kick off. And it does. Long 11's kicking from left to right. Long 11's also trading by a goal to nil. Jordan Anir, the man credited with the goal. No subs at half time. There was obviously the one in the first half where Will Turner was replaced by Ash Caldwell. Will Emery trying to play the offside trap early on and Jordan Anir was in on the right. Emery was caught out there. Ball across the face is cleared by Joe Talbot. Luke Troke into Joe Westrip. And Long trying to be positive to start the second half. Fincliffe looking to get the ball out of his feet and run forward. Knocks in the field. And no one of the midfielders for Long Levens running onto it. Poor again from an attacking point of view for Long Levens. Who have started with Dave Merrick through as the false nine. Cam Williams looks to be playing a little bit closer to him. Dunbar on this right hand side lift over on the left as it ricochets away to Steve Davis lays it to his right hand side and Lee Llewellyn gets it back from him and Dovey ball play forward is nodded into Dovey's path it's now Blaine War coming forward from the centre of the Long pitch still Blaine War over on this left hand side now he's got it back from Selman War. allowed time to turn back onto his right foot and then back onto his left trying to get past Will Emery towards the byline Will Emery does a good job of just ushering him out and so that'll play for a goal kick what have you made of the early start of the second half here Kelsey quite positive from both sides
1: yeah well what, probably the main criticism that I would have had of Long Levens in that first half is that whenever they had the ball they just didn't look comfortable for some reason they just did not look comfortable in possession um, uh, you know sort of opening 90 seconds they looked a lot better and then obviously gave the ball away pretty poorly and um, you know, Cleve looking to counter attack and take advantage of that but I think Lorne were grouped well and, and, and defended well um, you know getting back into good solid position so sort of intriguing start to the second half
0: Westrip hooks it to the left hand side and Luke Troke down the line finds Finn Cliff good sign, tackle from Leela Welling holds him up back to Troke Troke Goes for a give-and-go with Merrick. Merrick holds onto it and finds Sean O'Connor. O'Connor goes for a shot under a little bit of pressure. Got it horribly wrong. And it's out for a goal kick. And it's still 1-0 Bishop's Cleave.
1: Oh, uh, Sean.
0: That's all, that's all I've got to say to that. You're not happy with the quality of the game you're watching, Kelsey? I can feel mm-hmm. it. No, not really, mate, no. It's just, it's just
1: not been very inspiring. I mean, you know, Bishop's Cleave fan, you'd be absolutely delighted the way this game is going. All levins haven't looked like they've tried like troubling... Luke Merchant, apart from what maybe one or two opportunities, as uh, Merchant's kick barely goes 30 yards
0: out of his own uh, penalty area. Cleavering ball down the left and ball forward from Slack to Selman. Will then be able to do some backtracking. Selman cuts back, lays it to Jordan and Near. Near eyes one up, shot is blocked <laughs> by Sean O'Connor. Jordan and Near. Retrieves possession on the left hand side, tries to fend off Ethan Dunbar. Dunbar holding his face. Long Levens want a free kick, not given. Sean O'Connor leans into Jay Selman, and that'll be a goal kick. And the referee will check on Ethan Dunbar. But it looks like Luke Murchin could potentially, you know, suffer the fate that Ellis Parker did in that first 45 minutes of having all his kicks getting caught up in the wind.
1: It's uh, been a goal, by the way, in uh, Melcham. Sinford got a goal back, and it's former Long Levens man Harry Emmett. 2 1 to Melksham there and uh, yeah again just goals at a premium around uh, Gloucestershire games at the moment the one for Gloucester City fans to keep an eye on the uh, game between Brackley and Farsley Farsley are 1-0 down in that one Gloucester still 0-0 away at Kidderminster Harriers this afternoon obviously Kidderminster with one eye on their big tie in the FA Cup fifth round, uh, fifth round? fourth round sorry against West Ham next Saturday
0: you only got confused there because usually we're in the fifth round stage of the FA Cup. Yeah, they, absolutely. You know, yeah. Push that fourth round back to have this midweek, well, this winter break, whatever it's called, but a bit boring. A bit boring of a, a weekend. Ball trip forward, done by offloads towards Joe Westrip. Selman's come back well. Westrip's ball forward, read by Ash Caldwell. And Odiero just side-foots it forward up to the halfway line flag up against Jordan near Right in front of us, Kaus, right in line with us over on that far side. Do you to suggest to me linesman use this potentially as a marker. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> or maybe the big white line coming from one side of the pitch to the other. Who knows? Sean O'Connor plays the ball forward up the left-hand side. Troke trying to get in but Lyndon Dovey reads it well.
1: Lyndon Dovey has had possibly the most comfortable afternoon of anyone at Saw Mills so far.
0: Clift back out to Troke. Cuts back onto his right foot. Dinks it towards Ethan Dunbar. Straight out play for a goal kick. Applause from Casey Johnson over on the far side for the idea just the execution lacking for Long levens, but it's probably I guess the story of their afternoon so still 1-0 Bishop's lead Merchant goes long again no real purchase on the kick due to the charging wind Cam Williams picked it up about 15 yards into Cleve's own half but Cleve come forward now ball tries to get around the corner towards Kevin Slack Talbot gets enough on it to send it out for a corner despite the efforts of Ellis Parker trying to keep it in
1: got to get something on that really you know, yeah. otherwise you've got a man in behind you running one-on-one with your goalkeeper
0: so. and it's not just any man really it's an experienced finisher like Kevin Slack who you know one-on-one with a keeper like that would have fancied his chances Uh, Everyone back for Long levens. Everyone up bar Blackie and Dovey for Cleve. Corner into the water back post. Header up from Caldwell. Hooked away by Luke Troke. And Dunbar will give Chase a solitary red figure. Lyndon Dovey slices one. As we said, the wind blowing into Cleve now. Troke and Westrop exchange passes from the throw-in. And it's with Westrop again via Ollie Locke midway into the Long 11s half ball forward Dave Merrick will give chase may not catch it in the wind though and start of play for a goal kick Long 11s just got to be a bit more streetwise with their play Kels. ball like that was always going to hit the turf and fly out of play for a goal kick Dave Merrick's not as quick as he used to be and even when he was flying Dave Merrick I don't think he would have caught that I don't think even Dunbar would have caught that <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. it's just a case of playing the uh, the conditions, which uh, Cleve did quite well in the first half.
0: Talbot hooks the ball forward after another Luke Merchant kick, doesn't reach the halfway line. But Levens again, haven't been streetwise enough to realise that you know, they need to flood that midfield because the ball's going to come back. Stroke skips past playing Moore, goes down under the challenge, that'll be a free kick to Long Levens.
1: pretty so much the, the lone bright spark at the moment for Long Evans has been Luke Trokes play.
0: Just playing positively, isn't it? Just, you know, actually trying to shift the ball and move it forward.
1: Crazy how much of a difference that actually
0: actually makes, you know.
1: You know, just carrying the ball forward.
0: Well, we saw it with Caton Williams in the first half as well. Sean O'Connor plays it way too long. Straight out of play for a cold kick. It's been really, really poor from the host. It's got to be said. That's
1: speechless mate how Poor a free kick that was
0: Well you'll be pleased so a long way deep. to go in this game You're not the only one suffering Josh Evans texted me at half time To say Not an awful lot happening here mate It's, uh, it's, it's versus Studley
1: Just is yeah, the way amongst Around Gloucester football this mate
0: week. It just seems that everyone Who's in and around each other Are playing each other So yeah. we're getting some cagey fixtures Nobody wants to lose Luke Merchant's goal kick doesn't go out of uh, his own half and also doesn't stay in play. Stroud play for a long 11th throw. Midway into the Cleave half on his near side with Will Emery. Fears a throw in up to Merrick. Tries to offload to Joe Westrip. He hooks it. That's just aimless. In field. Ball from him. Handball then yeah. given for the ball back into Westrip, which ricocheted off his right hand. Correct decision correct decision just need more Nolan Evans just yep. need more don't they yeah it sounds very ambiguous to say and quite vague but they need to just offer a bit more especially in that midfield but it's it's like
1: Nolan Evans need more of everything you know there's not there's not just one specific thing they need more of they need more of absolutely everything you know they need more impetus they need more belief they need to be more streetwise. Cam Williams needs to get involved more they need to get Luke Troke on the ball more
0: but the thing is, Cal Williams can't get involved more because it's the midfield. They're just not doing enough. Westrip, I mean, O'Connor's trying to nip around, but he's against Steve Davis. So he needs his other central midfielders to, you know, up there, get him a little bit, I would say. Collectively, it's nowhere near good enough. Throwing taken in field by Emery. Chest round the corner from Westrip. He's, you know, giving the ball away again there.
1: I mean, he could be a candidate for, for getting hooked. Not had the greatest game as Westrip um, today. We have
0: got Tommy Cannon on the bench, of course. Talbot plays it forward. going to be cut out by Sam Blackie. Blackie plays it forward. Talbot's only got a scuff on it. So Emma's going to have to track back to keep it in. Under pressure from Joe Selman. Right into his own corner. Back to Ellis Parker. His kick forward just n- nibbed on by Karen Williams. Back from Merrick to Fincliffe. He's come to this right-hand side. Dunbar over on that left you'd say Ethan Dunbar would give Lyndon Dovey a bit more to think about throwing taken quickly nearly finds Cam Williams coming in Luke Merchant credit to him quick off his line quick to come and Sorry. claim it
1: saw it a lot quicker than Lyndon Dovey did I'll tell you that for free
0: Merchant kicks it out of his gloves the kicks from the floor haven't been great for him in this second period Dunbar into Cam Williams. Williams touch around the corner. Caldwell should get there and does. Again, a Cleves defender just putting it out of play. Not trying to do too much of it. And Caldwell just chipped it over the advertising hoardings. Cleve will just get their wall back. Their wall of defenders. It's
1: another goal for a screen of just gone 3 now up by the way. Yeah.
0: Dunbar plays the ball in towards. The header, Fincliff. Westrup was in there it's as a well. three-header. Slightly behind Fincliffs, you would say, but got to do better than that. Just set it straight out of play for a, a goal kick. But when chances are going to be a premium like this, got to do better.
1: He's trying to put too much on it. He's trying to do too much with the ball. He doesn't need to do too much with the ball because it's whipped in with a decent line of pace. All you got to do is just glance it towards goal. If you put that towards target, Luke Merchant is going to have a very difficult time saving it
0: obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing he probably had a chance to attempt to chest it down maybe maybe he's a bit too high for that but he had a bit of time
1: yeah the thing is, when you're in that sort of situation you, you don't expect to have that much time do you and you feel like you know, it's not like he was in absolute acres of space but if he'd have chested that down likely would have had a Cleave shirt on him almost instantly so
0: play on Bishops Cleave get ball forward Dosey's Parker come and clear it Steve Davis just pulled back by Cam Williams, who again nipped on a Luke Merchant goal kick that didn't go very far. Cam Williams then slides into the back of Steve Davis. Sam Blackie and Ash Caldwell saying to the referee, is that not a yellow card? You know, Caldwell got booked for yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a it's a it's
1: more of a foul than the Ash Caldwell one was. So I
0: mean off Cam Williams was obviously, you know, Trying to make an attempt to play the ball, you'd say. He kind of knew Davis was away from him. Returned him. And, you know. You may have seen him get a card in other games this season for that. Davis is shaking him off. Was starting to just take a couple of yards. and Just to slide in. But what you would say, Kels, is the next Cam Williams foul. Probably results in him getting a booking. Talbot. Nods it down. But it ricochets to Jordan and here, Offloads to... Joe Selman on the left-hand side, being stood up by Will Emery. Selman still being stood up, in field to Sam Blackie, who's just waltzed forward. Clearance has ricocheted off Will Emery, back off Blackie, and then it's out of play for a throw into Bishop's Field. Will Emery's just uh, holding his head. Take one Took right
1: one. in the face from that deflection, by the way, Will Emery on a cold did. Cold
0: day as well. Even though he'd be warmed up on a cold day, it's still going to sting.
1: I think he thought just had the sort of uh, the shock of the ball hitting him in the face more than anything
0: what do you think if that hits you in the nose your eyes start watering and it becomes very very uncomfortable but a reminder that all of our broadcasts this season are sponsored by PAH Counting for all of your accountancy needs in Gloucestershire and Wiltshire and Cornell & Company Cornell come here at K for your mortgage financial consultancy and advice needs appreciate all the support that we get here at 7Sport. And everyone listening, it's Cam Williams, just steps over Sam Blackie. Blackie's ball forward ricochets off the back of Kevin Slack. And Evans picked the ball up. And that was with Ethan Dunbar on the left-hand side on the halfway. Ball slipped forward towards Dave Merrick. Too heavy again. That's all the way through to Luke Merchant.
1: Got a goal to update you about, Ryan. Finally, from Gleaven Park in the game between Tuffy Rovers and Hereford Lads Club a tweet from Tuff Road saying the game is lined up and we've taken the lead, Jacob Geddes has put Toughly 1-0 up free header for the
0: Toughly captain long ball forward is stepped into by Ellis Parker coming out of his goal and he's side footed straight up into the air, header down from Slack I'd be disappointed if I was Paul Collick up there Slack headed it forward and everyone in the Cleve shirt just stopped and uh, long level are able to clear up to Fincliffe who runs straight into Leroy De Aero Westrip pokes it to his near side, and we we can't keep it in, out of play for a cleave throw-in, which is taken quickly by Selman, Joe Talbot leans into Kevin Slack, wins the header well.
2: The
0: referee just stopping Joe Selman taking a quick one, saying he wasn't. He's good referee. He's
1: a good referee. I think the referee has had a fairly decent game on the whole, apart from maybe the one he got wrong for the Ash Coldwell challenge.
0: Yeah, I don't think Caldwell was a yellow card. As I said at the time I I'm not convinced it was a foul. Cross attempt from Slack is blocked and sliced clear by Ollie Long. Ash Caldwell, just telling his side to be a bit better on the ball. Bit uh careless, bit wasteful from the visitors.
1: Don't be scared to have the ball, he said, with um an expletive in there as well.
0: Yeah. Actually, I have to clean up the language sometimes.
1: Especially when Ash Coldwell's concerned. And uh, there's been another goal at Gleaming Park, by the way. Toughly, no sooner have they got 1-0 up, there's now 1-1. It's Toughly, who uh, were the, uh, the comeback kings last week. Immediately pegged back against Hereford Lads Club.
0: Lyndon Dovey stepping into the centre circle, just run straight into Finn Clift. And now, Cam Williams with a chance to find Ethan Dunbar. That's a poor Huge ball positioning, you say, from Sam Blackie to realise that his right centre half wasn't there. Filled the void. And now, Blaine Moore's put it down the line, not convinced by the offside decision. Long line was all over the place. Jordan Nenea was pointing at uh, Steve Davies, who had made the run. I, mean, saying I don't think Davis was offside yeah, but I, I think, think I was
1: I mean, they got away with one there to be fair
0: Troke comes in field and gives it straight to Sam Blackie Blackie's pass is then nipped in on by Luke Troke and now Ethan Dunbar skips past Blackie now Trope takes over after the challenge came in back to Ethan Dunbar Dunbar stretching the legs and he tries to run forward wins a corner <laughs> for Long Levens so that's more positivity from the hosts and as we said Kelsey that's when they've looked the most dangerous on the left hand side
2: down the left hand side side again they've actually
0: attacked the back line haven't done it enough Sean O'Connor's turning to take the corner Joe Talbot's gone forward from the back Ollie Long Will Emery the two staying back played short to Luke Troke Troke gets out his feet steps past his man but then runs straight into Joe Selman it's a, a poor short corner in the end well, so Luke
1: there to realise that he was offside after Sean O'Connor sort of uh, put his foot in to win that ball back. Troke, for a moment, looked like he was going to go for it, realised he would have been uh, infringing on play.
0: Troke's cross from the left hand side block stepped into him by Blaine Moore. His clearance finds Ollie Long on the halfway line.
1: No red shirt really trying to actually sort of go up and challenge for that ball for Long level. This is Flicks forward now Looking for the run Of Finn Clift He might get in, in Behind Leroy Odiero Who knocked it back Calmly and uh, collectively To Luke Merchant Clift was lurking
0: You take a sip of a drink And suddenly Long Levins knee Score Blaine what? Side foots it forward Searching for Kevin Slack Joe Talbot does well To get it clear And then follows up By thundering it up And out Of the stadium
1: little bit of movement on the long Longleavens bench. Looks like Tommy Callanan sent to one. No, I don't know, actually. I can't make out from over here who that is.
0: Might be James Younger getting ready to come on as the ball's taken quickly. There's a chance there for Kevin Slack. It was, no, it might have been Steve Davis, in fact. Just turned Sean O'Connor. Tried to poke it past Des Parker. Did so, but poked it wide. Golden opportunity there for Bishop Leaf from the quick throw-in. It was so quick, it caught us out.
1: So, a man in form, Zach Drew is on the score sheet again for Cinderford. They've pulled it back to two-two. Desmond, of course, they pulled it back uh, last week as well against
0: Barnsley. It's a tip two-two, you know, in the old seven-sevens. Well,
1: still quite a way to go in that one, right? So, and uh, Evesham, by the way, I've uh, only just noticed that they're actually three-nil down. Probably because they hadn't been tweeting much throughout the game, so they are three-nil uh, down to Poulton Rovers.
0: Adam to be absolutely furious Dunbar to Williams who lacks days sweeps it forward straight out of play for a throw in no real care on the ball for Long Leavens. it's been really hard going in this game so far
1: uh, result to bring you from the uh, Long Levens reserves game they lost 1-2 2-1 to Chalford. So 1-2 because they were at home
0: 25 minutes to go in this one. Cleve, you'd say, still very, very comfortable. But yeah. then, arguably, they were comfortable against Tuffley last week.
1: Yeah, and um, sort of self-admitted from Freddie Ward that they they thought the game was won. So that's why they brought on Elliot Kennedy instead of Ash Caldwell to uh, to shore things up against Tuffley last week.
0: Yeah, they, they took off a midfielder and brought on a striker, didn't they? When 2-0 up, 10 minutes to go. Was there any need to do that? Hindsight's it's a wonderful thing, it? isn't
1: yeah. it? So, a chance. Uh, the uh, kid the Gloucester game. Gloucester apparently missed an open goal. Still nil 0 in that one. What a massive, massive win that would be if uh, Gloucester pulled something out of the bag at Agbra. Especially with, uh, well... City looking at results from teams over their shoulder kind of going their way at the moment as things stand
0: Poor again from Long as Parker took a free kick into the cleave box it was sailing out for a goal kick and Joe Westrop on the stretch could only head it straight out of play for a goal kick Luke Merchant naturally taking his time over it as you would with 20 odd minutes to go over the game, and you're 1 0 up away from home. Ollie Long
1: just sort of geeing up his team there, saying, you know, keep it down, keep the ball down as much as you can. And I think that's pretty smart advice, to be fair.
0: You know, the best that Long Levens have looked is, is when they've had the ball on the deck. Kevin Slack flicks the ball on, and Selman's in behind Will Emery. Emery gets back at him, shoulder budge. Referee says, no foul, Cleese furious.
1: No chance, no chance
0: all played long Caldwell does well to win the header nodded down by Cam Williams it's now a Joe Westrip. Westrip runs over the halfway line out to Ethan Dunbar on the left skips past Lyndon Davy. not going to keep it in though that's out on 11th throw Taken. in fact it's going to be a left for Luke Troke substitution over on the fast way to come might even be Tommy Callanan potentially coming on I can't quite tell who it is
1: it's not Tommy Callinan though.
0: No. no I just realised as soon as I said it it's not they <laughs> Troke to swing and across poor one ricochets off Sam Blackie up into the air Blackie's unable to turn under pressure from Ethan Dunbar his ball forward over Jordan Anir gives something for him to chase against Ollie Long who goes back to Ellis Parker funded forward up to the halfway line wow. Sean O'Connor's allowed to bring it out of the sky threads it through Dave Merrick one on one with Merchant rounds Merchant who does enough to get on it and Ash Caldwell mops it up out of absolutely nowhere we talked about how comfortable Cleve are. One ball forward, found Sean O'Connor, and he was able to pluck the ball out of the sky in the, the centre freedom circle, of Mills. turn and play it. The absolute
1: freedom of Saw Mills for Sean, Sean O'Connor there. <laughs> Baffling. Just when maybe when you think a lack, of it,
0: a lack of awareness isn't it? Yeah.
1: Just maybe, you got, do you want somebody else on the end of that ball other than Dave Merrick? Yeah, I mean the ball was good. It's only maybe, maybe. Slight
0: criticism was it was slightly too far in front of him. Well the idea was you want not even dunbar chasing it. That's a fact. But credit Luke Merchant, to be fair to him. Yeah, it's been a couple of times this half where he's had to show good agility to come off his line quickly.
1: So Dave Merrick closing down the Royal there. So Long about to change things up. And it looks like it is Joe Westrip, just as I said. Making his way off the pitch on the far side. And I uh, can't tell who it is that's come on because Casey Johnston is uh, possibly the worst man to hold the sub board, as he
0: hasn't even shown us who's it's coming James on. James Younger coming on.
2: <laughs> younger.
0: Coming onto the field. Throwing flicked on by Willemrey backwards. Ball forward, Ricochets through. Now Jordan and runs into Sean O'Connor. and it's now with Finn Cliff. Cliff goes for a diagonal. Poor one. Will Emery nips in. That's now with Dave Merrick. Ball out of his feet. Tries to feed it to Ethan Dunbar so poor. who would come in field. Merrick tries to play it as if you know he stayed out wide. And in the end, it's out of play for a cleave throwing.
1: I'm dis- disappointed with that one. Disappointed with the way the Longlevens have played all game, really.
0: But the thing is, it's easy to say, oh, they're without Brad Martin, without James Cernley, without Rudy McKinnon. But, you know, they've still got good players out there, Kelsey, and they haven't played as well as they can. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Just they're not getting the rub of the green as well, you know, you have to say. A lot of the, a lot of the time, just like the, right there where Leroy Odiero comes in and uh, is about to kick the ball right out of play and uh, knocks it off of Finklifts uh, and Cleve get the throw in. It's just little things like that haven't really gone their way.
0: Long heads it up into the air, headed in field by Slack over the head of Younger, being let into by... Jordan Anir, who's held off Sean O'Connor and finds Kevin Slack in the box. Slack yeah! has finished it. Fantastic finish from Kev Slack. Parker's come out of his goal to try and close it. But Cleve have doubled their lead. A fantastic bit of hold-up play from Anir. He's just slipped it to his left. Slack's taking it in stride and finished with a That's Long Levens nil. Bishop Cleve 2 and it's a long way back for Long Levens now.
1: Well, this game's over, so we might as well go home. Uh, I'm just going to call it now. 20 minutes left. I don't see Long Levens get back into this now. You know, credit the finish slack has done well perhaps maybe you might think that Sean O'Connor probably could have done better up against Jordan O'Neill on the edge of the box there you know just even if you even if you bring him down you know even even if you bring the man down it's a 50-50 chance that it goes in from the free kick. I I mean you put a man like Kevin Slack in a situation like the one he was just in there one-on-one with the keeper 10 yards from goal it's back him you know
0: nine times out of ten just over a quarter of an hour left can Longlevens get themselves back in it? Can Cleve smell blood and go for it with Blaine Moore Nips it forward towards Steve Davis, cleared by Ollie Long. Williams round the corner to Sean O'Connor. Just ricochets away from him. And then likewise with Leela Llewellyn, falls to Finn Cliff. Down the line to Dave Merrick. Being tracked by Ash Caldwell. Merrick cuts in and goes back out. Dave Merrick drags it wide. Growled an opportunity for Dave Merrick there. Did the hard part, shifted it a yard, and then didn't really catch it at all. I don't know why Dave Merrick has taken a shot there.
1: You know, I mean, he, he's cut left, he's cut right. He's left Ash Coldwell basically on his behind, you know. Um, he's got so much space to run into. It's just a rush of blood. I think he just thought he had less time than he did. It's just moments like that exactly why Long Levinson are not going to get anything from this when game. he's
0: cut back, he's looks and he's seen no red shirts was left. So he's probably thought, Christ, I'm going to have to do it alone here. He's got a yard of space and then just hit it ball played up into the air by Sam Blackie headed down by Kev Slack out of for a long Levens throw in just inside the cleave half on the halfway line
1: Boris Green have just gone 4-0 up by the way looks like uh, their bid for promotion to League 1 is well gathering a, l- a load of momentum
0: Joe Talbot misses a long ball forward a rare occasion that's happened this afternoon and likewise Willemery's going to have to deal with it. Being pressed by Steve Davis. Davis forcing Willemory deep into that corner. It's gone out of play. Or has it? It has. It's gone long Levens' way. Cleve's not happy with the decision. But I think it may be a free kick right in the corner. It is. It's a free kick. Mitri right next to the corner quadrant. is about to take place for Bishop's Cleve though. Looks like potentially Kieran Alder on the far side coming onto the field it's going to be Kevin Slack to go off the man who's made it 2 0. and yeah he's going to be replaced by Kieran Alder good to see Kieran Alder back playing again Kelsey we haven't seen him play an awful lot since he made his uh, move to Cinderford originally from Tuffley had a really bad injury record and he's at Cleve now we've been to games where he's you know been a substitution not used he's got minutes here
1: Bad news for Gloucester City fans, Uh, Telford uh, now have actually gone 2-0 up in their game against Bradford Park Avenue. So which would leave Telford two points behind Gloucester with two games in hand.
0: Troke plays it forward to Dave Merrick who just had three green shirts around him as he tried to elevate some space.
1: Of course we'll be talking about Gloucester's relegation battle on TN Talk, the new podcast that we're recording tomorrow night. Ready for release on Monday.
0: Excited because I get to take a bit of a step back. I'm more of a secondary presenter. Oh, You're
1: that's more of a panellist, mate. That's, that's, that's I'm more what you of are. an
0: expert, is what people would call me. O'Connor, round the corner. Challenge came in from Younger. It's left Blackie in a heap. But is going to keep running it. Runs it straight out of play for a throw-in. I
1: think this is a similar situation to... Freddie Ward will think that they were in last week, Bishop Cleve, when he told us that they thought the game was won, and uh, which is why they brought on a striker for you know, for a midfielder. Uh, I don't really see Long pulling off a Tuffy rover style comeback, just based on what I've seen well, so they've far. They've done the
0: opposite. They took a striker off for a midfielder. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they've learned from their mistakes, and that's probably why they're going to win the league. As the headers flicked in towards Kieran Order on the edge of the Long box, Will Emery, they. Recovers well. His ball forward is headed down by Leo Diarro. Who to be honest has barely broken a sweat today.
1: I don't think any of those Cleve defenders have to be honest mate.
0: Ethan Dunbar. Over on the far side. Down the line to Ollie Long. He's found himself forward. He uh, shows how he's not a, a winger. Bundles into Ash Caldwell. Uh, Say a uh, free kick to Bishop's Cleve. Deep in their right back slot. And... Anyone who's followed 7 Sport for the last year or so or you know, sees the ban that we have on social media about Ash Caldwell, it pains me to say for a grit of teeth, but he's had a very good game.
1: Oh, yeah, but um, he still won't make Man of the Match just just because, just because Ash Caldwell. Well, you're not one
0: picking it, mate, so if you, if you don't pick him, <laughs> it's, on, it's not, on, not on me. He'll make a Twitter account to advocate you, mate.
1: He's, he's already got a Twitter account. Oh, by the way, um, Sinford now 4-2 down. After coming back from... 2-0 down We have got it back to 2-2 and it's now 4-2 to Melcham
0: what can Longlevens see there 2-0 down at the moment to Bishop's Cleave Finncliff past Odiero now Will Emery tries a to pass his man goal kick given though good play from Joe Salmon on the recovery it's
1: been a goal at the meadow it's gone the way of Brimscombe they are leading Chipping Sodbury by a goal to nil HP Harley Price with the oh, goal That's cost
0: me a quid <laughs> I thought I was safe no Brad May no Rudy McKinnon came in and playing for the reserves not keeping a clean sheet 5 safe HP doesn't even reply to me about an athlete sport order I want to hey, put in either always,
1: always delivers does Harley no, price
0: they we get a strongly worded text message from me tonight saying oh hi mate if you send my previous text message
1: <laughs> I know you're a busy man. one of the passive aggressive ones so merchant kicks straight out of play
0: no, yet I again passively aggressively i just do it like I really don't want to be sending this message to you with Emery takes a throw in, won by Ash Caldwell. I mean, I've said it every single time he's, he's gone up for a header, Ash Caldwell. I think he's won I, pretty much everything.
1: What I would say, though, is it's not like, you know, Longlevens have got the tallest players who are actually challenging for a header. I mean, it would have been a very, very different game if Brad Martin was on this pitch.
0: Ball played up onto the roof and top of us. Joe Talbot, centre-half for Long who's probably been one of the better players for Long Levens today. And it looks like Niall Pride and Henry McMahon are getting ready to come on.
1: Foul throw there. Henry. Missed by the referee.
0: Throws it into Karen Williams, ricochets away. Talbot back with a near, and Karen Williams swipes it forward to Dunbar. Just bounces behind him. Pretty really much the story of Long
1: Levin's game, that is.
0: And Steve Davis trying to nipping against Ollie Long. Long does well to knock it out of play for a throw in and the Long Levin's going to make this double change you would be interested if he goes off I imagine it be Dave Merrick will be one and Cliff will be the other and it looks like it is Cam Williams and Cliff going off
1: hmm
0: I think you would have taken Dave Merrick off wouldn't you
1: yeah I probably would have yeah I mean based on what you just said there as well I feel like you probably would have as well,
0: well I mean what you would say is it looks like the Dave Merrick is staying forward and it potentially looks like they're going to 4-4-2 with Younger and O'Connor in the middle. Henry McMahon coming over to this right hand side Dunbar on the left and what it will probably be is when Longlevens have the ball 4-2-4 which has worked for them before this season. Header forward from the throw-in falls away of Luke Troke. having to cut in and play it forward up to Ethan Dunbar on the left hand side offloads has it's played forward chance for Niall Pride to give chase against Ash Caldwell, who under pressure as well to nod it out of play for a throw-in. Allows the side just to reshape. Pride saying at half time when we were speaking to him that he's you know just itching to get back fit. He's always backed himself and it's poor from Luke Troke and Ethan Dunbar on that right hand side, their left hand side, sorry, it's between them that goes straight out of play for a throw-in.
1: Just... Exactly the way that this game has gone for Long levels isn't it? You
0: know, as soon as that happened, I sort of put my
1: head down just as a uh, nothing's, nothing's gone right for them.
0: And nothing's gone right for them literally since you know this game last week they had against Bradford Town here, you know, losing the two of your most influential attackers. It's very much been a textbook away performance to be fair. Yeah, you know, grab a goal, scrappy as you like. But what you would remember, if you turn the clock back, we saw that from Bishop's Cleeve similarly in the cup competition here in uh, April. You know, came here needing to just get a point to qualify, ran out 3 0 winners. Just soaked it up after going one 0 up early on. It's for two late goals. Perfect. Merrick lays it to his right-hand side, and with Emery will step onto it. Emory goes for it from distance, deflection all the way through. Sean O'Connor on the edge of the box is challenged. That'll be a free kick right on the edge of the box. Lyndon Davy Sam Blackie, absolutely furious at the referee's given that. I think Sean O'Connor knew what he was trying to get. But what you would say, if Long put this in, Kirst, is it tough for all over again? Nine minutes to go? Could be. This free kick is is, is pretty much going to decide what's going to happen, I'd say. Uh, so I mean, it's a big
1: call, cool. that is. It's a big call. That's a very big call, though, to say it's going to decide what will happen in I the outcome of this game. I,
0: I don't because know. haven't looked like scoring a goal, let alone two, for the majority of this game.
1: Oh, by, by the way, I've just looked on Twitter. Tuffley are now 3-1 up against Hereford last club, out of absolutely nowhere.
0: Just don't tell me our Bashford or Joe Shutt scored, please. I need to save these pennies.
1: Josh Loveridge is playing for Tuffley this afternoon,
0: apparently. Troke, O'Connor over the free kick. It's O'Connor, it's low. Good save, Luke Merchant down to his... Right hand side, pulled back, McMahon plays it back into the box, hook clear up to Steve Davis, Joe Talbot just holding him off, goes down under a challenge with D Davis, that'd be a free kick to Long Levens which is taken quickly to Ollie Long, Long fizzes it forward, ran into by Sam Blackie, who skipped past Dave Merrick, Blackie down the left hand side, it's done a very good job of staying in that ball and Long eleven will have to bring it forward from deep right back position who scored the two goals for Tuffley uh, just try and find out for you now mate come back to me on that one ball play forward straight up to Ash Caldwell and Lyndon Dovey now goes long got your goal scorers for you
1: Warren Mann got second from the penalty spot and then Joe Shutt scored the third another quid
0: man <laughs> Lyndon Dovey goes long
1: HM are 4-0 down now to
0: If I was uh, betting man I would say that the group chat I have with Freddie Morgan and Adam he's is going to get muted by a certain Mr Mace Comet Adam at 5 o'clock but Ellis Parker will take a free kick for an offside flag that went up Parker goes long straight down the ground straight into the head of Ash Caldwell up to Ethan Dunbar on the right and left left hand side he tries to turn Lyndon Dovich still Dunbar cuts back Dunbar just rushed above the head goes for it straight out of play for a goal kick it, it's poor but
1: it's also taken a bobble as he's here so I don't think you can so, I, I like the idea that's what I'm trying to say I like the idea of cutting back on the right trying to whip it in put a bit of pace on it give Luke Merchant something to worry about but it's just, as he's literally hit it the ball has taken a horrendous bobble and he's just shinned out of play it's unlucky. Pretty much been the story of Longleven's game, to be fair. Sure.
0: Five minutes to go. Longleven's nil. Cleve two. And he would say Cleve have still been very, very comfortable in their game.
1: Uh, been good value for the lead. Like I said textbook away performance so far. Steve Davis just knocked, knocked the ball out of play. So uh, not happy with himself.
0: Throwing over McMahon. touch from Friday in the field. Scrapping for it with Caldwell and Blackie. Hooked forward. And Blaine Moore will chase it against Dolly Long. It's going to bounce over long to War. War skips past him. Parker though comes out of his goal. And does well. Blaine Moore put the bonus on there. And made about 20 yards of ground in about four seconds. Ridiculous.
1: Evesham have got a goal back. Brad Gray has scored from the penalty spot. Still trail 4-1 against Polton Rovers though.
0: Levens try to bring it forward again and, and lose possession ball chip forward down the line sees Jordan near on the right hand side break the offside trap Ollie Long trying to track him O'Neill cuts in one way then the other Jordan O'Neill still going cuts it back is it going to fall for Selman? No Will Emery shows his agility to get there and play it really well Sean O'Connor game very open here as a header back from Ash Caldwell goes all the way back to Luke Merchant and a roar from Ash Caldwell he knows how big a moment that could have been good defending from Caldwell and I tell you what Kelsey as every passing minute it's becoming very hard not to name him man of the match for you I think and you have to admit that as well but you have to remember mate it's going to be me the one that's going to tweet it it's going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you (laughs) we'll
1: we'll, we'll give him like a joint man of the match or we'll just mention him as one of the standout players anything to avoid giving him the sole man of the match
0: it could be a, a, an honourable mention, a standout, another standout. <laughs> after we've named just a random long list of players, man of the match instead, because that's what everyone would expect us to do. <laughs> we haven't even decided game game next week. What's the game? It is. It's Gloucester City. Gloucester mate. Gloucester
1: That'll be a big um, big afternoon for Gloucester. Seven supporter in town. It's always a big afternoon. Especially when they're playing a team, you know, right at the top of the league.
0: I, mean, I can't remember the last time I saw Gloss City score a goal at Meadow Park, to be honest.
1: Uh, Spennymoor Town, maybe.
0: Yeah, it would have been. And that is absolutely thrilling chat that you can expect to hear on the TN Talk podcast. Chat like that. really <laughs> the once again, just steps onto the ball, clears it out of play, clears it out of the ground. Please, doing an exceptional job here. What you would say, Kelsey, Is this is why they're going to win the league? experienced players know what they're doing it goes a long way ball clipped forward towards Ethan Dunbar ricochets away from him and Odiero swipes it clear again Troke flicks it forward towards Nile Priday on the corner of the box Priday across face a goal Merchant again low down to his left hand side just takes time by laying on it knowing that the uh, the game is nearly up clean sheet is intact hasn't Really been peppered too much, Luke Merchant, as he potentially could have expected, going into a game against Long Elevens But what you would say is everything that Luke Merchant's done today, he's done well. Torbert misses a ball forward, chest by Jordan Anier. He's going to get there ahead of Alex Parker. He's played it over the goal. Cleves want a penalty, not given. Jordan Anier was convinced. Cleves are convinced.
1: that the referee probably just wants to go home. Realises Probably. that the game is done and we're into sort of last minute of added normal time. One of those
0: where I don't think there's enough in it to give it a, f- a foul. No. There's contact because it's a contact sport, but it's not a foul. If anything, it's more grappling. Defender and an attacker grappling for, you know, position. Dunbar scrapping for it with Lyndon Dovey. Got to say, in this second half, it's been a very good battle. Lyndon Dovey versus Ethan Dunbar in the sense that, you know, both have tested each other. Dovey's obviously come out on
1: top. Dovey's actually had to have, actually had to work. Yeah. You know, for for for, for this this second way, half. In that
0: first half, every time the ball came up this right inside and Dovey was there to read it, just cleared it. It's been a lot less of that this second half because Dunbar's actually made him think a bit more. Header down comes from Younger into McMahon. His pass is curt out Al- as with Selman. Right in the centre of Long Levins's half. Joe Selwyn cutting in field, skips past James Younger, out to the right hand side. Luke Merchant away to my right hand side, screaming for a foul. I don't know how he's going to be able to see that from there, but the referee's given a throw in. Cleve naturally taking their time over everything, as you would do. Blaymore in no real hurry to get us underway. As we're in the 90th minute, Free kick given, two long Levens. I can only assume Turnham-Syreson versus Studley still 0-0 because Josh Evans still hasn't texted me.
1: Well, I've not seen anything on Twitter that would indicate otherwise, mate, so...
0: Well, if he I, he would have texted me if there was a goal, for sure. Because he'd have wanted to come on the radio to talk about it. So this trial of getting people to call up when there's a goal in their game has gone swimmingly really well when there's a 0-0. Parker goes long from the free kick long 11 still trying to make an imprint on the score sheet Alder plays it forward Davis lets it run Anir is on side Jordan Near bearing down on goal against Ellis Parker Anir blocked by Parker and then pops up into his hands good goalkeeping from Ellis Parker Jordan Anir will be disappointed he didn't finish it yeah he stood well stood tall Ellis Parker There could be another chance here as Alder nips in after a Poor touch. Alder cuts back. Still in the long levens box. And now Joe Selman.
1: Yeah, Cleve just doing well. Just keeping the ball there. No faking that they're going to go inside and try, you know, create a chance. But just experience. Keep the ball towards that corner. But they might have given it away here. Llewellyn steps
0: onto it. Now Sam Blackie into Jordan Anir round the corner past Talbot hooked clear by Ollie Long McMahon scrapping for it falls short to Anir who has also had a very good game Llewellyn I don't think he's straight out of play for front I don't think you could say that
1: any of the Cleve players have had a bad game I think they've all had a good game to but, be honest but, well,
0: I mean, he's, he's, he's probably been one of the standouts I would say yeah
1: standout in a group of, of many good performances we are into added time now. One can only guess how much time will be added
0: on. But we've played two minutes. Talbot heads in field and Leela Wellen just swivels. under pressure from Ethan Dunbar gets it out to Lyndon Dovey. He charges forward up the right-hand side. Dovey's got plenty of energy left after not having to exude an awful lot of it. He's lost out. Dunbar's going to try and get him running away. And Dunbar's been absolutely battered there by Dovey and Blaine Moore. Kind of a collision of both. Dovey's then taken out Luke Troek.
1: Linda Dovey's left two lemons players on, on the deck. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, it could be a shout for potential two yellow cards in that play for Linda Dovey.
0: But I don't... Is the referee going to see Blaine Moore as the culprit for the first one, more so than Lyndon Dovey? Because they looked like they both sort of collided with Ethan Dunbar collectively. And what caused Dunbar, from what I could see, the most pain was the collision with Blaine War. But it's, it's going to be a yellow card for Lyndon Dovey for the second one, for sure. long eleven will push everyone forward, except from Will Emery and Ollie Long again, just to try and, and you know, pull one back. And
1: I feel like if they score, though, it'll be too little too late.
0: Be, yeah. You've got to be positive. You've got to try and set up the grandest of grandstand finishes, no could matter how a, unlikely it can be. It
1: could be a grandstand finish in the, uh, a game that will be interesting Gloucester City fans. As far as we worth 3-0 down against Brackley, but it's now 3-2. And with uh, Telford winning
0: as well, Gloucester only drawing,
1: looking over their shoulders.
0: O'Connor plays it in towards the area, had of attempt, and it's an unbelievable claim from Luke Merchant there, under pressure. So uh, Niall Priday jumping up with him, Merchant's done very well to grab it, to keep hold of it, and to land on it. And you probably feel, cos that could be that, or near enough that,
1: Slimbridge are 3-2 uh, down now at Barnstable this afternoon.
0: At two, 2-2 two in the seven-sevens. Absolute heartbreak.
1: I'd, I'd, I'd uh, alleviate your heartbreak by saying they were 3-1 down. So,
0: oh. Parker. Bowls it out to the left-hand side. Luke Troke. Bishop leave are nearly there for this one. Another four, four three minutes three out of time, points. by the way. Merrick offloads to Ollie Long. Back to Dave Merrick. And he pokes it forward. Straight to Steve Davis. And Ash Caldwell, who funded it forward. It was Caldwell searching for Davis. Oli Long, good little drag back. Head of Blaine Watt. Long goes for a diagonal. Up towards Niall Priday. And Henry McMahon back for it. McMahon shifts it. Henry McMahon with the effort blocked by Odiero. McMahon heads back down to Dave Merrick. His pass is poor. I've left into James Younger sliding in and the ball's played up off Will Emery. Out of play for a throwing good midfield play from Lee Llewellyn
1: there. I think dominate the midfield all game. All game they've controlled that that's midfield.
0: That's been the key. has been, been the key more so than anything because it's, it's sort of stunted what Longleven's could do.
1: <laughs> Colico
0: will have... Uh... A lot of sort of selection
1: headaches as well, especially when Jake Parrott and Archie Haskane oh, so come West back. back
0: next game, but they don't need him. The way so the, I'm talking about
1: the midfield, mate. Jake Parrott and Archie Haskane coming back yeah, into gosh. the side. Kieran
0: Alder getting full fitness. Kieran Alder. Alder Lee Lee L- L- could be back you as
1: well. Know, Lee Ellen and, uh, and Sam Blackie have played exceptionally well.
0: There yeah, goes yeah, full-time whistle. Bishop's comfortably run out. Two nil winners here at Sawmills in the end. Ash Caldwell lets out a bellowing cry and maybe it's just because he's celebrating he's actually got minutes this week and likely man of a match Kelsey will decide that in the end Jordan Lanier his opener was added to by Kevin Slack midway through the second half the defence for Bishop Lee barely broke a sweat really chances in the first half said at half time Long had their best chances in the first half at 0-0 Ethan Dunbar had a shot saved um, Sean O'Connor had a free kick that was turned around the post by Luke Merchant Merchant then had to get down low to stop another Sean O'Connor free kick in the second half made a couple of decent saves as well but in the end Bishop's Cleeve have run out claiming the 2-0 victory Kelsey, your thoughts on the game and your man of the match for this afternoon
1: uh, Thoughts on the game disappointing from a Long Levins perspective You know they just didn't look at, at all like they were going to trouble the Bishop's Cleeve goal uh, apart from maybe one shot in the first half. I don't think uh, Luke Merchant has really done anything in the second half, apart from claiming that cross right at the end. So I think long will be, be disappointed, but they'll know that they did absolutely nothing towards actually uh, you know, troubling this, this Bishops-Cleave back line. Cleave would be absolutely delighted. As I said earlier, textbook away performance from them. You know, they defended really well. They c- controlled the midfield. Oh, I say controlled the midfield. They dominated the midfield, really. There was no, no two ways about it um even Luke merchant in goal to be fair had a couple of decent uh sort of decent saves to make and when he'd claim the ball and things like that in the first half and especially in the second half as well so, i think in terms of man of the match he could pick a num- any number of the Cleve players to be honest with you as uh, freddy wall comes over
0: to uh, to say hello. Just to interrupt you freddy wall's over here i just want to let you know that uh, esham have lost 4-0 uh, no uh portland rovers portland yeah your reaction to Adam H losing four 0 when you win in two 0 Of course of course he does, yeah. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> he can't That's say he can't he, he can't say anything. <laughs> he can't say anything. <laughs> But yep, yeah, you're man of the match. Man of the match. Man of the match is Freddie Ward's beanie. Uh,
0: <laughs> Freddie Ward. Freddy Ward give it to Lee Llewellyn Llewellyn. There, Who <laughs> would
1: you give it to? Well it's funny, Lee Llewellyn was gonna be one of my uh, sort of uh, summations of key players for Bishop's Cleve could put him in there as well with Sam Black here I think the, the midfield too as a whole the way they worked together pivoted together when one was going forward the other stayed back um, control possession superbly well um, and then you look at the back Lyndon Dovey very good in the first half didn't have to break a sweat second half he was challenged a bit more by Ethan Dunbar and he's done well dealt with him for the 45 minutes uh, that he was facing up against him Leroy Oliero as well out on this left hand side excellent showing from him but as much as it pains us I think the man of the match has to go to Ash Caldwell. Came on sort of what 20 minutes in to this, to this game, and you know for the 70 odd minutes he was on the pitch, he hasn't really put a foot foot wrong. Won every single thing in the air, won everything on the ground as well. Positioning was superb, um, led from the back like a player of his experience should. And yeah, I think unfortunately for for us, he's uh, claimed the M&S Roofing Man of the Match award for this afternoon, but. I would put a caveat on that. Very, very closely followed behind by Llewellyn and Sam Blackie.
0: And I'd also put Jordan Lanier up there. for you know, considering your your main striker and Jack Watts has been suspended, you know, you need a a man just to run the front line. You know, Kevin Slack supported him well. But Jordan Lanier, you know, got the assist for the second, looked lively throughout. From the look of it, he's got the first. So he'll he'll get sort of a, a mention from me as well. But in the end... Bishop's Leave have run out by two goals to nil. They win. They stay at the top of the Hellenic Prem and potentially, depending on how results have gone, <coughs> could have extended their lead. Who knows? It depends how uh, the other results have gone, of course, but we'll find out in due course. But this one here was always going to be one that would test Bishop's Bishopsleeve's title credentials and if they were going to run away with it or look to try and pull away, they'd need to pick up at least four out of six points against Tuffy and Levens. They've done that and they've done it pretty comfortably and that's us done for another week join us for TN Talk the podcast that's coming out on Monday all about Gloucester City and everything that's going on at Meadow Park then we have a live commentary next weekend where we're at Meadow Park for Gloucester City versus Brackley and also of course Buddies for Breakfast Saturday morning you can listen back to today's episode um, listen to what Paul Collicott said before this one on the Spotify and our website for all the latest going on in and around Gloucestershire non-league football, visit 7 and we'll see you next week.
1: For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7